And we are back, folks. Another week, another dime, another dollar. That's right, people. We are turn off your mics. And again, this week we had no competition because they're all in the another studio doing their own thing. We just <laughs> came in here. It was empty. So really, we are not kicking the doors in. We kind of just said, okay, we'll take this. We're, we're, we're using the scraps, but hey, I'm, I'm grateful to do another week with my best friend in crime. Nothing like rolling through that intro there. Yeah, my best friend in crime. What, what do you mean rolling through the intro? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Keep going. Excuse me? <laughs> no, it's good. It's I was good. calling you my best friend in crime, and you <laughs> ruined it now. All right, here's this asshole <laughs> that I have to do a show with every week. It's Creighton Branch. Hi, Creighton. Hello, you. How's it going? No, let's talk about what you were trying to say. Roll through the intro. <laughs> I just felt like I didn't know. I'm not sure you knew where it was going. That's all. No, it's cool. I know what I'm doing. I, I, I Like I've said before. Say it. Go ahead and say it. I'm an excellent. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So you know. You know. Everybody knows. It's the, it's and the yet, thing. I'm stuck here with you. That, that is thing? true. No, that's a good point. Like, I, I'm not gonna fault that. That's 100 percent true. No, it's been it's been good. I'm watching your favorite team ever, the Wings. Yes, and we'll talk about that. Apparently, soon. you just like are now on the bandwagon no, after I'm not, I'm all not, these years of not making I'll the explain, playoffs. They make the playoffs now. I will you're on explain them. myself just a few second minutes. Just wait. I will explain myself, and I am at fault. Okay, it's yeah. I, you know what you are. You're that you're that guy that hates when people. I guess. Oh. Yeah. Get on your <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Big time. And even though you want them to be there with you, you're yes. still mad that they won't. 100%. Yeah. Especially like this team. Like, I could stand on my ground because I've been covering this team for, what is it, 2023? What do you have been covering? Like, just because you went to- No, literally covering. For what What? what outlet? Uh, well, what? it worked out. See, it's funny. It works out because, okay, so here, here's a behind-the-scenes situation. Uh -huh. it, it's getting better. It's getting better now that the league is starting to get more- uh, recognition but there was there's there's been times in the past with the WNBA where they didn't have very many people wanting to come and you know cover them and uh they've had their you know their hardships and whatnot with you know money and everything and um so it was very easy for like you know college radios and everything to get credentialed and so and they play at our they played at our college so like at our universities. Uh, arena. Well, this is a UTA thing because just want to brag that you went to UTA and all that. I don't know if people think that's a brag. There's a lot of people that think UTA is a piece of you know what. So I mean, I do. I mean, I'm I'm gonna sit I'm here kidding. and like like I, I mean I, I I'm hearing you're not fools. So like to say that about that. I mean, no, <laughs> I, I probably you. just alienated all of our. No, I, I like I like UTA. I like UNT. But I cover like I was saying. Like I just like and. In terms of like how we got well, we that's not fair. We got credentials for everything. I'm just saying it was very easy to get credentials. Okay, so you did it through your college. Is that what you're trying to say? Sure, I did through for four and a half years. Good for you. Yeah, like I covered them from, and I will give you credit that you you went and in I headstrong. followed them while I was in like when they first came and I was still in love. I could still watch them. And I've watched them since they started. But then again, just been I'm really, not really, really, really bad. I'm not impressed anymore because you follow everything. There no, that's a, true too. There could be a sport or squirrel. Well, the rugby world cup's going on, so like that's what See, we're watching. Uh, yeah, but again, yeah. The, a squirrel world cup. You know, we do watch like dog stuff. Like, yeah, you ever watch the dog? No, that's so stupid. That that's stupid. Honestly, <laughs> that's, I think that's the stupidest. Give it a chance, thing. and you would understand. They have no idea. They're just chasing a rabbit. Like I've told you before, they're just chasing a rabbit. They have no clue that there's some kind of fucking sport built around them. Okay, I think the horses. Same, I think the horses know. No, the horses don't no, know. No, I will stand. On they're they're a hill. chasing a carrot. 
That's not true. That's it. That's all they, they think they're doing it because they're a master I said. I will die on they, a hill. They have a the sense that no. they might turn into glue if they don't get to the end of that finish like, line. Like, we can't ask him anymore. One, because he's dead. Two, he doesn't actually speak and he doesn't know a human language. But, like, I guarantee you, Secretariat back in the 70s no, knew didn't. what was going down. And I'm pretty sure American Pharaoh, who is what to me? God. My favorite horse. Thank you, EA. Oh, Dirk's in the, is Dirk's in the arena. How about there that? There we go. By the way, yes, as you know, the Dallas Wings I'm are currently. It. In playing against the Atlanta Dream right. in the first round of the WNBA playoffs. Uh, but before we get to that, I do want to give a little funny story. I was sitting there today, and I got a text from CC's. Who? You know CC's? Oh, the pizza place. Yeah. Okay, let me say something before you go about CC's. A lot of people hate on CC's. They're the only ones keeping it down for the price, man. Right. Well, like, I, like okay, someone so needs a salute because you I'll, can go I'll in there get- with the student ID for eight bucks and just go to town. Okay. okay. Someone needs to give them their props because they're holding the fort down while everybody else is jacking prices up. That's well, all I want to say about CC. All right. Will, well, okay. I fine. will. I will. I will be the ambassador if y'all want. Come on. We'll sponsor. Sponsor, please. I'm down. Uh, I'm only talking about the specific CCs that I went to today. So I got a text from them and it said, Monday and Tuesday, four ninety nine buffet. I was like, see, that's pretty good. So I went really down good. there. I was a living go. So I went down there for lunch, and I sat down and okay, can <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I get that they're probably focused on the pizza part, but maybe cleanliness needs to happen because Which you go ninety. To? <laughs> I, I thought it was a nice one. It was in a very nice area, and uh, a lot of the tables were dirty. Kids were running around. I hate. Listen, I love kids. I love them. I love babies. You know, it's so they're oh cute, God, okay? But other people's kids get on my fucking nerves. <laughs> they really do. Too. They really, they just running around for no reason. Listen, I'm Afghan, okay? And my mom, if I ran and did anything out of order, yeah, get back in line. The head, yeah. Like, we, we, don't, we don't play. But these kids are just running wild. Like no, and there's like thirty of them all over, and it just felt weird. Now, by the time, it also feels weird. I'm by myself, so I have no one to talk to. That I'm going into the CCs, and yet I'm hearing children hey, screaming around. There's nothing underrated about going to eat by yourself. I, I, I it's nice. I love doing it. It's, all right. Well, it, that's weird. I mean, it's not weird. Actually, that's not weird to say at all. Um, sometimes you just like don't want to have a conversation no just you just get on chill. your phone and get get to eat it right exactly so i used to do that all, like that i used to do that a lot um no nah, i i don't think there's anything wrong with that i mean i'm sorry that your cc's oh were you done no i'm not <laughs> okay. i had more but you just wanted to take over so go ahead, going. Go ahead tell me about your CCs. That, was, that was all no 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 that, that's i was like i was trying to respond to you then i realized your story wasn't over yeah asshole anyway are you done poor are you done yeah i'm done all right all right <laughs> So that was one part which I did not like. Again, it took me a while to find a nice table, and it looked like nobody was caring that I was there looking for a table. So right. I was like, "All right." So I found a table. Then I went up and got me um, a salad. Uh, I was like, "I like to start off with a salad." Oh, There's you're salad a pizza selection. And salad guy, huh? Well, yeah, I have to. And when you see it there, I like to go for it. When you see a salad bar, I love Jason Zelly's salad bar. It's awesome. This is nowhere near the Jason Deli salad bar. The lettuce looks like the packaged lettuce you get at the grocery store, and it's mostly iceberg lettuce, and nobody okay. chopped it up. That was nasty. Okay. Their mushrooms were disgusting. 
their croutons were very, very, very hard. <laughs> and uh, and they had diced tomatoes that were large, like looked like they were just third tomatoes. Uh, and then on top of that, okay. I did not feel comfortable squeezing my ranch <laughs> out of the squeeze tube. Bowl. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I don't know. Oh, you it want just packets? I know. I like. I like the. Oh, tub. you scoop it. Yeah, because oh. that's fancy. Wow. Was... So you went to a weird one because the one that I like, the one by the, uh, the one I go to is by literally by AT and T Stadium, like across the street. Yeah, they, 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 they still hold it down with the with the tubs. Well, this one did not, and I'm like, okay, maybe they're doing it for cleanliness and all that, but they didn't clean the tables. Uh, and then it was time for the pizza selection, and I was like, you know, I I like pasta. Let me try the pasta. That was the worst thing I've ever tasted in my freaking life. It pasta is always suspect. I this tasted like. Do you remember a long time ago? They had this pasta like at home you could make, not like Chef Boyardee, but like you could make easy microwavable pasta with sauce and. Oh pie. yeah, it tasted like I, that. I, 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 not to dabble into that it tasted just like that and i took two bites and i was like this is disgusting and i was like please god please the pizza please at least have something Did you swat the plate off of the table i just like, left it there oh, okay just didn't care to move it i mean everything was already a mess anyway i didn't like it's <laughs> not like i was doing on. anything different but the pizza thank the lord saved the day uh but again the variety was gone like i remember back in the day cc's not only had multiple pizzas like i'm yeah. talking about like seven eight nine deep this was like five or six deep and it was all kind of repetition uh of pepperoni cheese and then one like specialty pizza and i'm like they have alfredo out no and you got i think you got a bad batch I did. of workers i did they yeah. did not she gave me a bad attitude when i, yeah, go, hey, I, I got the coupon you got a bad staff because uh when i went up and again i don't eat pork so it's very limited already now did you, uh, oh, you should have told them that. I would like to have seen what they would have said. They would have laughed probably. probably or probably would have been like, get out of here, Muslim. Oh, my God. That's what I, you know, I've gotten to that before. Uh, at a CC's? No, but at a Golden Corral. Oh, whoa. Well, okay, I'll, I'll tell that story later. But okay. it, it had to do with the uh, young uh, uh, Denton County Tea Party. Oh, yeah. And all them. So, yeah. good they Shout out to Denton County like, Tea Party. I'm out. No, well, I'll tell the story later. But let's okay. just say the Denny County Tea Party, they can go suck it. <laughs> um, but anyway, that that just the pizza. You know what pizza I love from CC's is the taco pizza, one of their best. Not there. Only thing they had that was remotely good was the, uh, um, I think it was like the spinach and artichoke thing. Oh, yeah, I don't need that one. but I I, It was about. good. It was good. That was it. And so, and then the desserts, you know, the cinnamon. I was just looking to see oh. if we were overmodulated. I don't care. No, you do care because it would sound awful. Are we overmodulated? Well, I don't know. I'm looking. No, keep telling the story. I'm telling the story, and you're just kind of looking over there. Oh, we look fine. So the the thing that was really bad was that the cinnamon, you know, the cinnamon things. The rolls. The rolls. Oh, what's wrong with that? They were burnt. No. See, you got that's what it is. You got a bad stuff. Yeah. They were burnt. Only one of them stat. was good, like I could eat edibly. There was one brownie left that they decided not to. I, I swear, I was there for a good thirty minutes. They didn't change anything up. That's what it was. I think you got a bad crew. So what is it that you went today? I went today, and I feel time? like early lunchtime. So Tuesdays on a twelve, don't go there. I I don't think you should go there anyway. Okay. 
Not to this specific. Well, I need one. to take you to the one in eighteen t- by eighteen T stadium. Are you asking man. me on a date? Those guys, what? Are you asking me on a date? Definitely not. Oh, I'm just okay. telling you. No, literally, I just probably take you there and drop you off. Have fun, <laughs> have fun, EA. <laughs> well, thank you. At least you're dropping me off. That's nice. Uh, no, I'm sorry I, I, I had a very bad experience there. Again, pizza filled you up. At least for again for four ninety nine, I'm not complaining. By the way, that though, is true. But then it didn't matter because like the drink just caused just as much. Five bucks? No, but it was close. Like it was like, like if I did the math with tax, it's like seven something. That's still good though. Let's be yeah. honest. However, you got an unfortunate cooking crew. It did. So and they did not care. They just did not care. It's like the cinnamon rolls are always what you can fall back I, I, on. I was man. like, okay, like, so loud kids, always... clean, uh, un, uh, unclean tables, and yeah. uh, terrible food. So good job, good job, CCs. But you know what's not terrible? Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> Where's the? That was just that was the whole situation. That was just the bash CCs that whole time. Yeah. Oh wow. I was pretty upset. <laughs> that sounds like it. Yeah. Do you think the kids knew the pizza was bad? I no. I believe they do. No. I the think kids don't. I think, I, I think that adults pasta, underestimate that how that pasta tomato yeah. crap yeah. is what's what kids love. And they'll eat anything because kids <laughs> you are play stupid. Any of the games? Kids are no. They had one game. Oh really? Was it air hockey? No, it was like a big virtual. I don't know. Man, that used to be the place. Like that. Oh, used to be the I, place I in Lubbock popping. Like, no, when crazy. I was a kid, back in my day, which is yeah. different from your day, my Definitely. day, uh, the CC's back, uh, it was back on Roost Snow. I don't know if you guys know that place. If you go, hold on. If you go uh, all the way to the back, they had a massive game room in the back. Yeah. And I was like, that's where the kids used to be. Yeah. I used to be like, what's up, guys? And they'd be like, get away. And then when you went to the, the register, you would write a check. Yes. And then they would, and then they old. would take the check and they would send it on their way it's through that, carrier I'm not, pigeon. I'm not that old, okay? I'm <laughs> okay. not that old, okay? So I'm just saying. I had, we had the time where we had debit cards and all that, okay? They were new. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I yeah. thought. We had there credit was, cards. There was only one, uh, one CCs in all of Lubbock. No, there was there two? There was definitely one. If there was two, there was one per uh, side of town, and so you. I remember. So. You forget. I used to live yeah, in Lubbock. Yeah, but you you make you make it seem like you went to Lubbock and you stayed in your dorm and that's it. No, I didn't. Because you always the go, time. there's nothing to do. I didn't there do anything. There is nothing in Lubbock. So, we did go out. Did there was you nothing. eat? Did you eat there? I, okay, then I then okay. okay, then you should but that's just what you make it seem like. You make it seem like you didn't do anything. No, so. I did. I went out, I partied. <laughs> okay. At the college. Not no, at CC's. we went out to house party. But listen, I rarely stayed on campus at house uh, college party. First of all, nobody partied on campus, and you know that. <laughs> Nobody parties on campus, all right. You either fr- you either party the the fraternity house, sorority house, or yeah. you go to house parties. That's it. I'm trying to think what was there when you were there. Um, I remembered. Uh, you know what the best place was. What? So after getting you know loaded, you know <laughs> with uh, alcohol, okay. uh, you would go to the best place ever for munchies after Josie's. Oh my God. Yeah, because they're open. That there's that one that's open twenty four hours. All of them were. No, they've all changed now. Oh, so there's only one now that's open twenty four hours. Oh, that, that now sucks. all the other ones all close at like six p.m. real I, early. I remember. Or no, they close at four p.m. Really? All the other ones now do. Yeah, there's one that says open twenty four hours. But that's an institution, yo. And you think you've had a burrito? I'm telling you right now, yeah. Josie sponsor us. Um, <laughs> those guys are legit. Those, those those were the best damn burritos. They're I remember you don't like pork. No, but I remember and, and don't ruin it for me if the refried beans have pork. I'm no, sure. no, no. I'm saying they're chorizo. Well, I know, but don't ruin it for me because no, I, they're, no, the refried beans do not have. I'm pork. just saying you good. never know. You know yeah, I'm no, gonna you're get, good. 
But don't ruin it for me. I, I live on the thing called uh, ignorance is bliss. Once I, I find that. out, then I, I can't, you know, I can't. No, go you're going to know. You'll know. But anyway, yeah. uh, no, I used to have like bean burritos there. But oh, my cousin, Big Mo, he would have, because he, he was the guy who first went to Lubbock. So yeah. he, 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 he knew everything. So he told us to get this. And he would get a chicken potato burrito yeah. with sour cream. Yeah. Oh, not the sour cream, but I know what he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. And I was That's, like, and I had it. I was like, the good, there are legit. good freaking God. This is the best damn mm. fucking burrito I've it's ever had in my life. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, that was one. Pl- that and Whataburger were like the only two stops you'd right. make. The thing that Lubbock is like, they don't have a, like, they're better now because they've obviously gotten bigger, but like, it's one thing we've always like been known for. Is like, yeah, there might not be a lot to do, but man, we we know how to make food. We're and very party. good. It, sure, that too. Raider it, rash. It, okay, uh, you know it's actually changed now. The statistics have changed. I don't know where. Well, I they're, think by they're the time definitely I got not there, up there anymore. No, but when I got there, it was changing. Yeah. Okay. Uh but good God, we had some women there. <laughs> there was this. Oh my God! I had to tell you guys about the time <laughs> this one girl and me. Stop. Stop. I don't know if I should say it. It's really embarrassing what happened. I'm sure it is. And I don't want to put it out there. There you go. But That's probably it's a good a, idea. It's such a great story. <laughs> I've told good. people, and they've laughed their ass off because of how funny it is. I'll tell you off here. You're not going to ask me about my weekend at Chuck's Festival? I guess. What? It was the greatest thing that I have ever been to. Really? Like, who cares no, but for, about No, Shaq? but for real, it was real. Oh, What? Like Shaq, like Shaq, a DJ. I mean, like no, nah, he's really. Guy. I mean, it was uh, like okay. So here's, uh, and he's kind of like a little too big to be wearing like uh, tank tops and stuff. He's wore tank tops his entire life. Yeah, no, but he's a little too fat now. Ouch! I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's that fat. I think you need to understand you know, that he's seven foot. I know, tall. but he's still. <laughs> he's a little chunkier now. It was like when sure. Fifty Cent was wearing that that uh, tank top on the, in the Super Bowl. Remember? Stop. Fifty cent could knock you out. He could not do the in the club. He's a lot stronger than you. What are you talking about? He did it. He was literally right there doing it. He didn't look like he could do those sit ups. Okay, all right. Anyways, um, you know I've covered a lot of festivals over the past like six years, and like that one definitely. I was like, I walked down and go, well, that might have more energy than any of them. It was nuts, man. I had my phone like somebody knocked my phone out of my hand and it fell in the dirt. Almost got smashed during the mosh pit. I lost my hat for a second. How many girls were there? Uh, a ton. Uh, what? Is that all, there's always a ton. Why would there not? No, be? I'm just asking if there yeah. were like decent, you know, amount of girls there. Yeah, there always is. Okay, there's did always you, a ton. Did especially you find, like Shaq draws in a lot of them. Did you find the Mrs. Future? Future no. Mrs. Cranebridge. No, you like I said, you have to be very careful who you trust there and who you don't trust. What do you mean so. trust? It's not like what? she's gonna like attack you. She's not like the like an alien inside her. <laughs> okay, not fair. I guess that's from a movie. Have you seen it? What VHS? Oh yeah, it's remember? been a while though because they have like you, and then they have VHS two and the VH ninety nine. Well, the first one. Do you know the yeah. first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah where yeah. he picks up a girl from the bar that, and yeah. she turns out to be like a demon or something. Underrated movie. Anyways, uh, but no. So Shaq they, it was how, okay. I don't want to hear about the rest of the people. They were all great. Okay, Alice in Wonderland. Anybody, nobody knows who that is. I mean, they. I've do. heard. Hey, did they play in Europe recently? That's a girl, and that's a single artist. Okay, did she play in Europe? She plays recently? in Europe all the time. She's from Australia. Because the those Afghan reality stars. I saw them. Oh, the most like, yeah. They went to like a festival in Europe. Yeah. Which was festival was it? Tomorrow's. Oh, they went to Tomorrowland? Yeah. That's the uh, That's the one. Yeah. Like, that's that's the one that, that everybody's trying. Oh, wow. You, expect? you know how hard it is to get that yeah, thing? Yeah, they're rich and they have Those a reality Those tickets show. sell out like in like 
You and I could never go. The tickets sell like in 90 seconds. It's ridiculous how fast they You will sell never out. go? I'm going to try. It's hard. It's very hard. Mm. It's, it's the cream of the crop of like but dance. Festival. Before we get to the wings, tell me uh, how was Shaq? Doing? He was unbelievable, man. I mean, so many mosh can you, pits. Can you uh, give me the ridiculous. music of like, give me like. Step. Uh, yeah, like sound it out for me. Like, what did it, what did it sound like? No, it's like wah, wah. no, it's like dubstep. You know Skrillex? It's like Skrillex. Yeah, I can stuff. do Skrillex. It's not Skrillex. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like old stuff. Like like oh look look look. I even have this this one uh this one clip I can show you. And uh, he was man. Let me tell you, he he has gotten so much better at his. Oh yeah, listen, I'm gonna play this to the speaker. <laughs> Now, let's be honest. I mean, honestly, I'll give you to tell you this. Yo, it was Half so high. Half of it high. sounds like shit. It was so high. Well, the bass but, was no, killing my, I, I mean, my It does sound like shit, but I could, uh, if I was there, I'd be into it. Oh, it was so wild. But actually, I wouldn't. There was a guy there that was like as tall as Shaq, and he was like, get up here, big man. And so they finally got him up to the front of the crowd, and he was able to hop the gate Uh literally hop the barricade i've never seen anybody do this like not even it's almost like when wrestlers jump over the like just look like they just yeah. step over the top rope i've never seen anybody do that in terms of barricade that man just like put his leg over the over the bear the you know the just bionic four, four and a half foot barricade and i was just like whoa anyways he got up there with Shaq, and they were literally as tall as each other it was pretty crazy but um i did catch a ball uh that he signed and threw it out in the crowd did you get it i did hit me square up in the eyes there we go i know i got i got one show it to corby what oh yeah you should is that a thing yeah i know it's sitting literally on my uh you should i told you you should have told Shaq that you know corby well i didn't see him you um, should have you should i mean he was hanging he was hanging out he was hanging around you watching the shows but like, like hey Shaq, <laughs> what's up my name is creighton i work at the you ticket. tired <laughs> you guys thought yeah I'm tired of your story. <laughs> Listen, it was unbelievable. I've been to a lot of festivals, including like some of the biggest ones, and that energy was just like almost unmatched compared to all. I just could not believe. And it was like it's a small. It was a small one day, or man, it was a 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. I just couldn't actually believe that it was as as. I mean, did you, literally from the jump, from the minute the gates opened, the energy was nuts. Did you I go alone? Wild. I did. I couldn't. When like, media doesn't, they don't do plus ones. You know that stuff. Yeah. Though. And so they did give me two tickets. They gave me two passes. But the guy jacked it up, and I, I wasn't supposed to get two passes. He gave me them. I was like, oh, okay. And then I went there, and one of the passes was invalid. And I was like. I think he knew what he was doing. Well, he read my thing, and he said, I, I don't see how, like, under my name it said one GA pass, one media GA pass, and one staff parking. And I guess he took that as, oh, you get two wristbands. He didn't even give me my staff parking, so I had to pay for 10 bucks. I was like, oh, which is such a first world thing, so I didn't really care. But You are first world. But I didn't really care, but I was just like, man, that's annoying. And then they almost were like. Because my, my thing didn't scan, uh, my wristband, and so uh, I had to go to the box office, and they were, like, turning, they were, like, yo, I don't, there's, like, nothing else we can do, and I was, like, yo, like, I'm here to cover on invitation via you guys. I was, like, it took me, like, 25 minutes to finally get somebody to figure out, hey, you can just, like, deactivate the other wristband and activate this one. Finally, somebody was confident enough, but regardless, two stages, 16 artists, it was nuts. I mean, Jack, Sullivan King, Crank That, uh, Kaiwachi. Uh, turned into Crywatchy for a second. It was so sick. Leatrix, Charlotte's Web. Who else? You're uh, just saying like book titles now. Yeah, I know. Lays. Uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, Heritage was there. Heritage, sorry. Diesel, obviously. The uh, Outsiders. <laughs> just, um, who else was there? Oh, 
so many great malware uh unbelievable i got as you can see i have my shirt on and they had a long shot basketball thing it was fun they had a ferris wheel had a guy in a gorilla suit walking around you could take pictures with had some great food it was it was i mean i literally i hope i like, i hope they do it again next year and i'm hoping they do it two days man that was actually really more like crazier than i thought it was going to be but the mosh pits were the we raven had a, we had a wall of death during sullivan king oh, it was great the telltale heart yeah exactly but that's it. Uh, you know what I've been trying to do the last what I wasn't listening to you while you were just talking. I was thinking of middle school books. That <laughs> did you read any of those? I did. No, you didn't. I did. Nah, the Outsiders did. I did. You said you did. You no, did. the Outsiders I did. You know what? This is a good time. Pony Boy. Are you a Charles Dickens guy? Stay golden. Are you a Charles Dickens guy? I mean, Tale of Two Cities, He's I read super overrated. Uh I excuse me. A tale I'm not gonna of two catch city. me saying that about a lot of artists. A He's tale, definitely one. A tale of two cities. You can't stand any of those books. A tale I understand what they mean to literature, but I can't do listen, it. Listen, a tale of two cities fucking changed my life. See, I just, but I can't do it. Okay, so I'll great. take you. So I'll take you one day to this next year. It's like if you Why get do you want to take me all the time because you need because you need to under because anybody that hates the genre it. needs to see it I don't live, hate the and genre. I guarantee you, you're not going to hate it anymore. I have people in my life that listen to the same shit, oh, and I man. love it. But you know what? You don't like fucking uh, epic orchestrated music like I do. I do too. Huh? I literally have a, I have a whole Spotify no, playlist for no, it that don't. I've curated that no, I've seeked no, out. No, you don't even know. You don't even know. Do you know the the new Beethoven mix? Yeah. What? Fucking, yeah, the new Beethoven <laughs> okay. mix. All right. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, while you contemplate Beethoven, I want to congratulate the Dallas Wings because, uh, and I want to apologize to them as well. Yeah, and, I want to hear this. Okay, so we I don't have cover. To. I know you don't. That's why I'm doing it. I said you contemplate Beethoven. <laughs> I will do this, all right? You understand? All right. I want to apologize because I don't give female sports as much attention as I should. And the fact of the matter is we have a sport. WNBA basketball team here in the Metroplex that is in the playoffs right now. Yeah. That unlike the Rangers, they didn't collapse. All right. Unlike it's the Cowboys. A long time though, to be fair. I understand. Unlike but they're the, here now, yeah. and yet we need to support them. And I think I at least need to watch their games and at least acknowledge them. You know, we may not talk about them because I will admit I don't know a lot about the WNBA or their players. Or the Dallas Wings. I know Erica is one uh, one girl on the team. And who was the other girl? Satu? Sir? Yeah, Satu Sabali. Yeah. yeah so, I'm trying to figure out. I th- Keep going. Anyway, that's bad of me that I only know two names and one of them is just a first name. That is very bad for me because I am a fucking sports media slash journalist. I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about, Erica. Are you talking about Arike? Arike. Oh, my God. Okay. I was like, who are you talking you see, about? Oh, my God. See, oh my you see how God. bad it is? You may want to put that as an e-break right there. Oh, dear God, have mercy. <laughs> I was like, who you are may, you talking you, you, about? You may want to put this that. This dude had me pulling up the roster as if I didn't know it by heart. I was like, am I missing if somebody? We, if we if pull that and give it to Tyler or somebody, because that I guarantee you that's going to. Dude. That Ar- is going to kill some people right there. You don't uh, know who. You, laughter. Uh, Erica. Erica. Arike Agumbawale. It's come on now. She's the girl from Notre Dame, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I wish you just would have said that. But I said Eric. <laughs> I thought she spelled it like with an A. You know, I've seen some Ericas like that. You know. All right. But you know I, Odyssey Sims. No, she was part of the Baylor run. I now love her I too. do know one girl, Kistra Gon- 
just right. She used to play for Indiana. I don't think she, I think oh, she's either retired. Uh, she is now in a uh, domestic violence situation with Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, with the geez. Houston Rockets. You know who my favorite player? But she, I love her. She's not only gorgeous, but she, I love watching her play back in uh, Indiana. Was it Indiana? Uh, the Indiana Fever? No, I'm trying to think of her. College. I'm not going to help you. No, she played for Indiana Fever, but uh, she she played for Indiana. But Erica. I forgot what her uh, <laughs> uh, her uh, her college was. You can't look it up because you don't know how to spell half their names. Shut up. Anyway. Go support the WNBA and especially the Dallas Wings if you're listening. They're on the playoffs right now, playing the Atlanta Dream. If they win tonight, they will move on to the second round of the playoffs. I will say this. Can I make a small complaint about the WNBA? Isn't it weird that their playoff format is that the the home team gets like, what was it, you switch the, or the, 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 the away team gets the third game and they may right. not get it? Like right. that's kind of it's, weird. It's a honestly like what what this whole thing is is like the WNBA is like it's like it's experimenting. They're trying to find a a format that works that they can and when they find it it'll probably stay there for right, a while. But, this but like they've work. changed formats like a lot and it's because it's like they're trying to find something that sticks. Like it's like the NBA for the longest time, you know, finally figured out that the 232 uh, was the way to go for a while, and they stuck with it for a long and time, and then they, and then they switched it back, right? Well, the only reason they did so, the like, two, that's three, what kind of what's going on here. It's just they're doing it way more often. It's just weird to, that you hear that because then sometimes the lower seed won't yeah, even get a no, chance to host. No, 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 exactly. But that's the thing with like not having enough teams and all this jazz. Oh yeah, again, like that's the problem. Half the t- uh, actually even more than half. Yeah. the the league gets into the playoffs. Yeah, because there's just not enough teams. And that, that to me, that yeah, because like what it used to be was like like if you did it any other way, you would have like a two week playoff. The playoffs are already short for them. You'd have like a two week playoff if you only got in like, you know, less than fifty percent like some of the leagues do. Well what's the score right now as as we speak? Uh well they're in the middle of commercial, so let me look on my phone real quick. It is officially fifty two thirty four Dallas. Okay, so, so yeah, it they're looks like it. they're on um, their way to Sweeping, I guess, as you can say, the Atlanta Dream. And it would be a sweep, yeah, no matter how many games it takes. It's a sweep no matter what. Yeah, Listen, the WNBA, yeah, it's got a, it's got some uh flaws. Sure, but it's it's I think it's because they I mean they've they're still growing, they got some work to do, but the players that they've got right now in this league are unbelievable. Like Serena and uh, Sabrina and Eskew. Uh I've heard of her. Um have you? Mm-hmm. She played at Oregon? Yeah. Uh, she's un- unbelievable. I mean, she's one of the like, but it was always going to be that she was always going to be the Liberty's like best player when she came out. She's she's like one of those transcendent players. Uh, well, I do think that so like Sabrina, uh, you know Brianna Stortz here. Yeah, she's unbelievable. Maya Moore for the longest time was great until she you know decided to retire. What about that one, uh, she was in Space Jam. Space Jam. Diana, two? yeah, Diana. Oh, oh, Tarana. oh, oh, Tarasi. Tarasi, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, played for the, you know, the yeah. Phoenix Mercury. No, I will say this though. She's she's played the honestly, she's probably top five Mount Rushmore situation. Uh, she's great. Uh, my favorite it? player. Who's my favorite player? Uh, I don't know. Brittany Griner. Oh, okay. Good for you. Like hardcore. Like I have T-shirts, Brittany Griner jersey T-shirts and everything. I'm glad you so. I even have one that's like her dunking, and it's so like should, Griner. You mode. should have a big thank you for President Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Got to think, sneak in some politics there. Um, right. Well, congratulations, WNBA. Uh, the not the WNBA. Congratulations to the Dallas Wings and the WNBA. Uh, and we'll be keeping our eye on their playoff run, and hopefully they can bring an actual championship to Dallas because, well, well, nobody else has done it before. Uh, 
at least since the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, it'd be cool to see the Wings after all much like, man, they they, and like and then Arlington. A- could you imagine Arlington? How much they could celebrate because first they get the right. Renegades, and now the right. the Dallas Wings. I forgot team. about you know Asia Wilson's also like the best player in the league basically. But um, well, we, what was I saying about that? About you were just saying about uh, winning a championship. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say like. I mean, it's been a lot. I mean, they have been bad for a while trying to figure it out. They've had multiple, you know, high picks trying to figure, you know, their teams out. They've had coaches upon coaches and players upon players. Like, they finally, it seems like they finally have something here. They're a four seed. They're in the playoffs, you know, finally. Um, I hope they can get it done. And they we'll don't, see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, there's one team that we know can get it done, and it's time for our weekly segment. Chilling with the cows. Brought to you by God Cowboys Corner. Well, it could be it Talking could be anybody. Cows. Uh, no, it could be ch- it's chilling with the cows. Listen, okay, it's chilling with the cows. But we need a sponsor. So if you want to sponsor it, come on down. Talk sponsored to me. by CC's and Josie's Burritos. I rather have Josie's sponsor. <laughs> oh, them, okay, be fun. they would be way better. I love my favorite. One of my favorite parts about Josie's is like this: they still do the numbering system. So it's like you're gonna go to Josie's number one or Josie's number two or Josie's. Oh, I forgot. Three. It's been so long. Yeah. But anyway, um, chilling with the cows. Well, the cows did it. The cows are now two and zero. One of the most dominant performances you'll ever see by a defense. Once again, three picks Zach Wilson threw in that, and it just and that was all. I think in the second half, Zach Wilson did not have a shot in that second half. Like he yeah. was being battered up from left to the right to the middle. Can we talk Didn't about matter. Him for a second, huh? Can we talk about him for a second? Zach Wilson, yeah. Milf Hunter. Oh God. It's true though. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, um, he loves the Mills. Where where are we at on Zach Wilson? I'm coming out of BYU, man. <laughs> the dude was like revered as I mean, and he honestly he caught fire late into his BYU tenure, but you know, ended up getting to the point where there was so much hype that he was you know number two overall, correct? And uh, I think a lot of people at least were hoping. I don't know if they were like fully sold on it. I, I guarantee the organization was at some point that he was going to get the Jets back to prominence. And, you know, you hear all of it, like his arm, he can throw, he can run. He's just, and he lit it up at BYU and everything. And now here we are. Was he in his third season, second mm-hmm. season? Uh, sorry, I don't remember that off the top of my head, but it's second. No, third. I think second, it's his third season. Third season because he played last year. Yeah, he played last year. He got benched. And yeah. then the year before. It was the rookie. Yeah. He played the whole, yeah, yeah. So right. here's the thing with my. Time my, goes so quick. But anyways, I know before you go, I was just going to say, you know, like, and now we're to the point where, like, it's kind of like he, I mean, he is what he is. It just doesn't seem like he's very good. Okay, continue. That's what you needed me to wait for? That's what you I, was, I just. I was just, I was finishing the podium so you could stand on it. It seemed like I could have stand on that. Like that would have been a perfect thing I could have stand on. But <laughs> no, you needed to finish that. That was what you. Okay. Anyway, Zach Wilson to me is an abject failure, and it's because not yeah. his fault. That's who he was at BYU. We don't draft quarterbacks well anymore. I think in the NFL. Oh, I a hundred percent agree with. That. I think scouting for quarterbacks has gone downhill because. You and I could see that these guys who are drafted one, two, or three aren't worthy of the position. Yet these guys who are scouting, and I think either the scouts know it, but the organization feels that they're desperate for a quarterback, that they have to use a high draft pick for these these guys, and they go out there and get a Zach Wilson when it's not necessary. And the Jets are worse at it than any other team. 
Look what they did with Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez was never a good quarterback. I don't know where people he thought. He was okay at USC. No, he was not. A, he was an average quarterback at USC. To be There's fair, though, to be fair, he did get the Jets. Albeit, he was one of the, he was one of the players that got the Jets to two AFC championships. He games. was not the reason. I'm not saying that, but he was. It's he was defense. he was the quarterback for those teams. Okay, so guess what? You know what was going on? Go watch. You can watch that Hard Knocks special back in 2010. It's one of the one hard knocks I watched a lot of. Hard, that was hard predicated what? hard what hard knocks. Okay, that was predicated knocks. on Daryl Revis and that Jets defense for sure. That was dedicated on that running game 100%. that they had that stout offensive line. You know, Mark Sanchez was told as a rookie, "Don't fuck it up," and the same thing was in his second year. And I remember Hard Knocks was like praising him like he was the next fucking. Uh, <laughs> Joe Namath, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up! He's not right." And like you know, with with Zach, it's like I get it. Like in his twenty twenty year, his last year at BYU, I mean, he had what a seventy three percent completion rating for college, which is really good, and then thirty six hundred, almost thirty seven hundred yards. I mean, that's a lot. And like you but know, you know what the problem but, is? There? And he threw three thirty three touchdowns, which I you could say like, "Oh, that's really good." But like, I think all you had to do was like watch some of the BYU games, and you're like. Like, no, I just don't see how this guy is it. Thank you. It go, yeah. I'll give you an even better example. Um, do you remember the Texas Tech days? They always had a great passer. Yeah. They broke records. Texas yeah. Tech. Just a tad bit. What about Texas Tech? So Texas Tech always had great quarterbacks. Right. Up until Patrick Mahomes, they've never had a quarterback, though, do well in the NFL. None of them. None of them. Uh, who was the guy from? Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell, thank you. Graham Harrell. This is how stupid I was about football back in the day. I thought Graham Harrell was going to be a great NFL quarterback. I thought he was one of you the greatest quarterbacks. Probably weren't the only one, quite honestly. But I no. But if you really look at it, Graham Harrell is not a great quarterback. He was fine. He like, was the product of a system. It's called system quarterback. Yeah, he had Michael Crabtree to throw to. It he, helped a lot. Not even that. He had Mike Leach coaching him. And Mike Leach That's pretty much too. told you, "Hey, the timing routes. I had the right the receivers <laughs> all doing exactly what they need to do. So all you have to do is get the ball in that at that spot. They're going to catch it. That's all it was. Right. And and nobody could stop it in 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 most in mostly in college football because guess what? Ninety percent of college defenses suck. Okay, let's just be honest. Ouch. There. They do, they do. That's the epitome of Georgia and LSU have had some pretty impressive defense. They're in the ten percent. And, and that's back good. in the day, there was like back in the day when back Alabama in, was like getting really like starting to go off, like two thousand eleven to like twelve and thirteen. Like they had some like most of their guys actually are still playing in there. Most of the talent pool was over there at Alabama sure. and at LSU. They weren't at most places like no, in the Big Twelve no, yeah, no, or sure. the Pac twelve or anything like that. So I'm telling you right now. This is what happens in college football. So you over-evaluate guys like Zach Wilson. And then, listen, I feel bad for him. He came into the situation, and you know what? He probably thought, oh, well, Aaron's down now. I have an opportunity. And he went against one of the best damn defenses this league has ever seen in a while. <laughs> and that's a scary thought for a young man. A defense but, in the name of Micah Parsons. <laughs> that's a- Led by a <laughs> guy in Micah Parsons who seems to be possessed with the idea of being great. And that's where I want to jump off here with chilling with the cows is Micah Parsons. I know we everybody wants to talk about him over and over again, but what he did in that game, it was spectacular. Not only was he getting involved, but he got his teammates involved in such ways that it made this defense look unstoppable. And then listen to what he said on uh, the sound, the uh, sounds of the sideline. Sounds of the sideline. He was going off saying like, "They can't stop me. I'm done being nice." See. That is um, why I'm so excited for this season because 
a guy who's already talented like that, you just need him to have the mindset. He was saying that crap at Penn State, too. He was just like that. It's crazy. Really? So, okay, so then if that's the case, we are witnessing yeah. the birth of a Hall of Famer right I now. I fully believe that the guy walked into the NFL knowing he was the best player in the league, which he kind of was when he – not like at that, like that rookie year. Mm-hmm. You can't like – don't tell me that he wasn't like lit- up there. He, he was a hundred percent up there all, with everybody else. The reason why it took a while is because we all weren't expecting him to do that. But when he did, but did it even take it was, a while? N- no, but I'm saying it's like everybody was in shock at first. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like yeah, but exactly. But you can't say like the minute he jumped on the scene that he was. I'm not saying he was head and shoulders like the best player defensively in the NFL. But you can't say that he wasn't in that conversation as a rookie, as no, a 21 year old or whatever. He was, and then yeah, the next year, last year, complete dominating performance. Right. Runner-up, in my opinion, to be Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Should have won it, but, you know, Nick Bosa. Oh, they love them. I'm telling you, you just you just answered my – like I always tell you, man, they love that Bosa family. Well, I think another person's uh, trying to get into that Watt family because uh, yeah. did you see what J.J. Watt tweeted out during the uh, Monday night game last night? Yeah, you even commented on it. I said, I was like, well, sorry, J.J. <laughs> There's a guy named number there 11 there. So um, I, I, I think Michael Parsons – this guy is going to lead this team to greatness. I don't know where it's going to end this season. Maybe a Super Bowl, maybe a NFC Championship game appearance. I don't know. But wherever it is, he's going to be leading us, and we're all going to be lucky to watch him do this every week. And it's not like without him this defense wouldn't be terrible. They'd still be great, I think. But he puts them on another plateau. He is yeah. an ascendant superstar, and I can, I'm running I out of accolades. I think he's a superstar. I don't, Just, think, I don't think he's ascending. I think he's there. I think he has the rare combination of size, strength, speed, and mindset. Those four things you need in, to be a superstar, and he uses them well. Uh, and just, it's just like his mentality on top of all of that is like what like really pushes it over the edge. Like you know, I'll never forget the moment that uh, I think it was actually captured during Hard Knocks. I'm pretty sure. Um, when Leighton Vander, Leighton Vanderesh like told him, he was like, "Hey, you know, you don't have to like search for the ball in every play." And he kind of looked at me, he was like, "Why wouldn't I?" Uh, what? And, uh, he was like, "Why wouldn't I just go after everybody on every play?" It's like, "Yeah, that's who that dude is." Yeah, and like, he was trying to tell us, "Like, no, 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 like we're in practice, you're, we're like, your nah, teammates." Nah, dog, like we're going. He goes, like, "No, no, no, what are you talking about?" He goes, "This is football." And then you see the way that he like reacts and. Uh, and a lot of these guys will say stuff like that, but they don't actually do it. You see the way that he reacts in training camp when he's like uh, put up against you know the offense and they're going and doing drills. Like he's not looking to take prison. I mean, he's not looking yeah to take prisoners. He's looking to go after everybody. It's it's pretty impressive how like locked in he is like during California time, and he comes out and it's just like whoa, like this dude means business, and we're in the middle of you know July. It's it's. It's honestly awesome to see, and I'm glad the Cowboys obviously have him. And as much as I would have enjoyed having Patrick Sertan, which I still believe that if we had Patrick, we would be very happy that we had him. But it's it's cool because the the one thing that the, the Dallas Cowboys have that a lot of people don't have is that is that appeal and that uh, really what it is. It's like you know, it's that swagger, like the star and Jerry Jones, you know, and um, the first people to have like a stadium like AT&T Stadium and you know things like that and like mm. all the history and the five Super Bowls and all these things and it's just like when you find a player that like fits that mold and is like has as much swagger as the actual team does it's like 
a match made in heaven. One thing I love about the Parsons combination is with Dan Quinn. And Dan is so smart about moving him around because, again, it, they all expect him to come right, be an edge rusher. Right. But the way they can manipulate it to where they can move Leighton Vander Esk and put him on the on the edge and then put Micah off ball right over a guard, which yeah. they know that's the weakest part of their offensive line. And then they're like, sorry, mismatch here. We're going to create – we're going to create our own mismatches. And like we're right. not going to rely on let you doing something blah blah blah. We're going to create our own and the fact that they could do that with Micah is outstanding. And again, that also opens up the doors for other guys to get uh their feast on. 100%. Like what Marcus Lawrence right, or Sam Williams. Exactly. And it gets them excited. What I love about how the Cowboys have treated Micah Parsons is I think a lot of people or at least it seemed like there was some talk being like, okay, like are we going to condense him down to one, you know, section of the field? Is he going to play one position? Like it's, it feels like obviously they've like, they've tailored it a little bit more. But what I like about what the Cowboys have done is they haven't really restricted Micah to do one thing. They're like, they've allowed him to be the player that he can be. And they're like, like for instance, like they're not saying like, oh, well, you can only play or you can only do this. They're like, well, we'll slit you in here. We'll put you in here. We'll put you in here whenever the time calls for it. They've, they've tailored it to a point of where it's like smart and efficient but at the same time they haven't restricted him at all and i think that that is what's really helped this entire uh team is the fact that you know he hasn't had to compromise in any sort of his ability because he can if he wants to he could play the whole field and they allow him to do that um overall the defense is dominating mm-hmm. 70 and 10 i believe over over uh, uh, is the uh, how much the Cowboys are outscoring their opponents through the first two games of the season. Ten points. Sure that's it. Uh, ten points. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, allowed over two games is I think setting records actually. Uh, it's got to uh, be up there, right? They're going I think all the way into the seventies. You know who uh, Bob Lilly is? I do. I think I've heard of him. Okay, so old time, you know, of course, we Dallas Cowboys, Mr. Cowboy, TCU. And of course, one of the greatest cowboy defensive players of all time. You just said you were just like, I think I've heard of him. And you just rattled, I was you just rattled sar- all of that off. I was being oh, sarcastic. okay. I wasn't looking at you when I said that, so I thought you were serious. You really don't think I don't know who Bob Lilly is? I wasn't gonna like insult your intelligence. Are you kidding me? I was just gonna be. I don't know. I know Bob Lilly. I'm just saying. Some people, you know, maybe he didn't come across your radar. I I'm don't a know. Dallas Cowboys fan. I know, but I'm okay? just saying. And I am a and you're an old Dallas Cowboys Listen, fan too. So. I am a historian of the game. <laughs> I love it. All Anyways, right? Jerry Jones compared him to him. So, well, uh, you know. Oh God, Micah. Everybody here thinks they can do it, can't they? Uh, <laughs> Jerry said he wow, gets in trouble. Wow, shots fired at Gordo. <laughs> Not, I, what? No, he's fine. He's oh. the one that does. That's what I'm saying. Well, you said everybody. And I just like nobody else does it. You so. probably just bursted a lot of people's bubble. That they, there's a lot of people that probably don't think it's him. Really? I'm dead serious. You can't like. Well, God help their souls. I mean, I'm telling you. God. Oh, you don't. You don't think. That, oh, you don't think that there's people out there that think that it's some like. You don't. You really think that somebody actually thinks that we have Jerry Jones? Not Jerry Jones, but like a yeah. I do believe that there's somebody that thinks that. Hundred percent. Well, a hundred percent. Bless their heart. <laughs> so bless their heart. He said he gets in a lot of trouble for like making the comparison, but he says that's who he you know he he resembles. Is and I, I saw so like a, I'm down for that. If that's the case, then we're obviously we're good. Uh, my good friend Mike Tag and. Kelly, uh, those two guys, they run a Cowboys Caveman uh, podcast, and 
uh, or Caves, something like that. I got to get the proper name for the for because I want to get them on our show. They're really yeah. good guys. Um, but they uh, they had Bob Lilly on. He was talking about Micah Parsons. Oh, really? So that's kind of funny that you made that comparison yeah. as well. Um, well, we talked about the defense and they're playing well, and it looks like they are the heart and soul of this team. Also, got- wait, wait, before you go there, that's not fair enough. Like you got to talk about uh, Stefan Gilmore been great. Lane Vanderesh is always. Well, you no, know, no. I, I mean, overall, I want Zua. Like no, like they're all playing great. No, and it D-Law. would take a lot of time to talk about all of them individually. Green. I was saying, like you we, should say I'm some of their names. Just condensing man. it down. Here's some of their names. Trevon Diggs. Okay, so, you know, you know what. Our fans can look at the roster. Okay. All right, we got to move on. See, this is why you don't get to host. It's regard you're hosting, and it's still a two-hour podcast. So, I'm trying to condense it down. You right? talking about hosting on in there? Are you talking about hosting in there? <laughs> I wanted to throw some. Obviously, I'm not going to talk if I have a time schedule like that. Uh huh. You wanna you wanna go like fucking roster and like. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. I was just saying Alabama. a couple names that have been great. That's all. Stephon I'm, oh, I'm done. I'm done now. Don't worry about it. All I'm right. done now. Man, you're getting you, contentious. You ruined that. Of course I did. I needed us to move on. So all offense. Right. Yeah, offense. That's where I kind of want to get to. Because oh, God. Why? You, why because do you think I, I have actually, something negative no, because to say honestly, all the time? Honestly, it may not be you, but I have heard criticism this week for Dak, and I'm just laughing at it. No, and I do am laughing at it and stuff. But so I kind of want to I, I kind of want to praise the offense. Maybe give a little criticism. See, all right. So, I I also want to clarify some points on last week's Best for Business show, my original show that I was part of. I was on, and um, I was kind of getting criticized for this point. It got me cussing out a listener or a viewer because <laughs> uh, they called me out saying I don't know anything about football that I wanted to play Madden. This is a caller, uh, a, a, like a, a viewer, a viewer. Oh, okay, they. Put something onto the comment uh, section got you, there, got you. and it really irked me because I don't think people understand what I'm trying to say. So my co-host Walt mentioned, and a lot like a lot of people are saying, is that they with the, this great of a defense, the offense doesn't have to do much, and that they shouldn't do much. That means that Dak shouldn't take risks or you know try to push the ball and go for like 600 points a game, right. you know. And I listen, I totally agree with that. I'm not for Dak being somebody he's not. And the fact of the matter is he's not like Tua that's going to put up 600 yards of total offense every week. We're not there yet, okay? We're not. That's not what we're saying. Not there yet. I mean, we're, he's not that guy. What I'm trying to say is oh, I don't want game. us to be complacent, meaning just because we know that there's a great defense on the other side, I don't want the offense to kind of just say, I give up. Let's just give it back to them. Because I've seen that move happen a lot with the Dallas Cowboys in previous years. Where, okay, they get the lead, and they're complacent, they're cool with it, and they'll run three stupid plays very quickly, go three and out, punt the ball, and put the defense right back out there and try to make that and try to defend it. And the more plays the defense is on the field, the more likely you are to start surrendering points. I don't care how great your defense is, they're still human beings, they still get tired, and things eventually will let up. So what I'm trying to say is I don't want the offense to do hey, we're in our own territory, let's run three stupid run plays right up the middle and get stopped and then punt the ball. What I want them to do is keep time of possession, keep uh, timely passes going, move the ball down the field at an efficient rate, but keep the possession. Don't let your defense go right back out there. Do something well with your offense and your possession. Go score a field goal. That's fine if you score a field goal. That's okay. 
touchdowns, that's better. But do not give it straight back because that is a recipe for disaster waiting down the road. Who said? Who's the one that said to park the bus? I they I I what I was trying to say they weren't trying to say no park that's the parking bus. the bus who said that no my my co-host wasn't trying to say that yeah. well he wasn't trying to say that I just wanted to clarify because some people do think that where okay well the idea of parking the well, bus with and all saying, due respect to whoever thinks that yeah that's the dumbest idea I've I heard, I heard that when Walt said it I thought that's what he meant first yeah. and he wasn't meaning that but I thought that's what he meant because and I said that's a that's the worst kind of mentality to work with. And I said, we you're, that's playing to not lose the game. You should play to win the game. You'll never find, I, I dare you to, find me somebody who parks the bus and wins a game. It doesn't happen. Mm-mm. It doesn't happen. That's the, well, whoever, sorry, whoever thinks that, I'm, I'll do respect, like I said, but that's the dumbest thing I've Thank ever you. heard. Thank you. And I got criticized for it. With, that's what absolutely I, Maybe idiotic. I worded it differently there, and I don't know why they were attacking me, but they're like, oh, this guy thinks he's playing Madden when he can wants to no, score. Uh, no, and see, I didn't no, say, no, no, no. I, and like, like I'm not saying Dak. I don't even just, like that's the th- no, 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 no. You're right. Don't don't you don't have to defend them. Okay, you don't have to defend them. There's only one way to win football games, and it's to be aggressive. If you go into a shell and you go and park the bus, actually, not just football games, sports, sports in general. In general if you do those two things. You will most likely lose the game. I don't care what sport you're playing. We'll give a good example. Basketball. Let's say you have a 20-point lead going into the fourth quarter, right? right? If you settle for consistent jump oh, shots, you're what's the other team going to do? They're going to start rebounding, go straight to the hole, get free throws, you build the lead back lead up. And if you keep hitting those jump shots, you're not going to make most of them. And unless you're super, you're unless you're like shooting 70% from the field at that point. But that would be you being aggressive, though, at yeah. the same time. So, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to park the bus, go into a shell and be like, oh, well, we'll just back end on this thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you want – it's not. it does not happen because the other team will always catch you. You have to be – there's a difference. There is a, there is a difference here is that what you don't want is you don't want the team and Dak and the offense to start doing things that are out of pocket and uh, bad decision-making for the sake of trying to get points. Two things can be true. You can be aggressive and you can be smart at the same time. Airing it out every play would not be smart, but you can always aim to score 70 points on the team every single week. That should be the goal. You play to win the game every single freaking week. I don't care what sport you're in. This is what I had with the issues with the Mavericks. had an issue with everybody else. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring the Mavs up. You looked at me funny. I know. But, but well, hey, about this. It's true. The Romo-led Cowboys did that plenty of times during yeah. their their tenure. I remember it was the Packers game. Remember that one right. year where they had it was a three, almost a three touchdown lead. I think at yeah. one point, and they just they got the the ball back and their offense. I don't know if it was Garrett or somebody else, but they're like, okay, let's do a stupid run play or let's do like a let's air it out it, two times. That's what Jason Garrett had issues with. Was that? This is going to be an awful, by the way, this is going to be awful sports analogy because you won't understand this. No, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure anybody else. I'm sure we'll you think You think you're going to understand it, but you won't. Go ahead. And there, I'm not sure. I Hopefully my soccer fans will. But FC Dallas. Yeah, see you. That's what I thought. This is what they do. <laughs> this is what they do. They go, they go up a goal and they park the bus. And it always works out to where they either tie or they lose because mm-hmm. the other team is so aggressive that they finally get, they finally get not just shots on goal, they finally get in the goal. 
And that's the same issue with the Cowboys. See, I told you you weren't going to know that. Well, I, I, but I get the analogy. Yeah, so. sure, but you don't know what I'm telling you. you know, go FC Dallas. What? So go FC. They go burn. Well. Go burn as a Peter. That was a long time ago. Well, he wants to change it to the burn. No, we're past those days. No. We can, we can, we can do you, the. Why don't you listen to the kick around more often? We can do, I should. We could do the throwback. I do enjoy their show, actually, because they're, I love soccer. I'm, right? By the way, I'm trying to. <laughs> I, I, they're in the. I'm going to see. What, by the way, a little side note. I am going to get a bowl of ticket personalities and put their names in a bowl. For what? And I'm going to fish one out and I'm going to try my hardest to get that person on the show. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I respect bit. it. You know what? I, I'm hold down on. Time for out. That. Time out from oh. the Cowboys. Love Cowboys, but we got a, we got a bit in the works on air. Every week, we're going to try to get a certain guest on the next week. And w- you and I are going to change. Okay, There's so we'll a do- good chance we'll fail miserably. I but know, I'm, cool. but be- I'm, to- I'm totally cool so with it. So here's the bet. We both like have to like take turns doing it, right? And no, see, that's the problem because you have, like, no, you need to do it. No, listen. If you listen, Linda, <laughs> you switch, we switch off, but like, let's say you can't do it that week. Let's say your guy, you could not get it. Let's say, hypothetically, your guy was Gordo. Okay. See, that would that, never happen. That's a very high it's unlikely. It's never going to happen. It's very unlikely, but you never know. But you still have to try. But if you can't get it done, you have to do some fucking bet payoff. Okay, calm down, because most of the time we're going to fail. It's not going to work. So. No, we'll see. I think it's fun. I think you're overhyping what's going on anyway, here. But back to the back Cowboys. Back to the Cowboys. Listen, uh, yeah. parking the bus, not a good strategy. I think that this team is – this team should strive to score a 50-piece on everybody. And, and just like the defense – they're doing the same thing. They're trying to shut out every team they play. The def- the offense should do the same thing, and I believe they are. I just can't believe somebody would suggest that they should, you know, play it safe to, like, not – It's that's just dumb. That's dumb. But anyways, well, so and they're not, thank God. You know, and that's what I'm going to say. And the strategy, again, another – this is going to give some praise to Mike McCarthy. First off, his play-calling strategy is really great. I love how fast he's calling the plays. The fact that Dak gets it pretty much – that second already right. in his ear as soon as the play is over from the previous play, the the, the receiver the receivers are getting out faster. Everybody's just much faster overall, and we saw it much so better much in the, against this Jets game. This Jets game, we saw the offense what it, what its potential could be. Uh, it didn't have all its full weapons, and that's okay. But the bigger thing was the strategy of hey, we know that this is a great Jets defense. If we try to air it out, we're going to lose. So why don't we try to run the ball and run the ball effectively and efficiently? And when Dak does have to pass the ball, make it efficient. Don't try to throw it downfield all the time. Try to get open no matter what. C.D. Lamb's on intermediate routes. It doesn't matter. That's what they try to do, and it worked. Yeah. And they, Did you yeah. see the time of possession? They had over 31 That's minutes silly. over yeah. in the uh, – at least 31 minutes in the third quarter going into the fourth quarter while the Jets had about seven minutes total. That's how dominant they were throughout most of that game because right. they were being efficient. They were playing keep away without actually being, you know, but but uh, forty two minutes to, to New York seventeen. Isn't that that's, that's pretty dominating? Remarkable. Yeah, that's remarkable. That is a dominating. You're gonna win the game every time that happens. Uh, and another thing was that I know the run. You, if you watch the game, and you look at the numbers. It look like oh, the run, the run game didn't look great. It doesn't have doubt. Yeah, but that's because you're going against a very stout defensive line. But you line. know what about that? This is what makes me laugh. Is like with these running backs, and I think it's just the way the league goes now. Is like if they're not putting over a buck fifty every week, everyone's like failure. I don't think that. If if it takes Tony Pollard twenty five carries and seventy two yards to win the game, that's what it takes. And 
we actually talked about this last week now that I'm looking at these stats. I think we were talking about how they split the carries in an interesting way. Uh, the, Juice Vaughn you know, started getting some. Right, and so, but this week, uh, clearly Tony Pollard was the feature, like the feature feature. No, back. but you know what? 25 R- carries. R- but like, that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. Like, it does. I don't think it should matter. Like, I'm not saying Tony Pollard is Zeke or not Zeke or whatever. I don't really care. Uh, but, you know, if we need 80 yards from him and he gets the 80 yards, that's perfect. If we need 200 yards from him, my God, I would hope not, then that's what it would take. But you do the, – the rushing has done just enough, has done just fine to give these guys an opportunity to win. They're not – And they're not abandoning the run. Right. Like, in the old Garrett days, they would abandon the run in a heartbeat. They said, nope, we can't do it. All right? And this is getting only – the only time that they really committed to truly to the run – was back in 2014 when DeMarco Murray was behind that stout offensive line and Tony Romo, you know, you know, dealing with his back issues. That's when Romo had his probably arguably his greatest season uh, as a professional was in 2014 because they relied heavily on the run game to set up everything one. up. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy is doing a brilliant job of creating balance so, with this offense. Before, he is he is yeah. what I call the chosen one. Oh God. Because oh, Anakin right. was destined to be the chosen still, one. I would and still bring prefer him to, to like force. understand the clock a little better. But in terms of play calling. Has so he, that's why I want screwed up the clock yet? No, he's actually done very well. Yeah. But that's what I wanted to say. Okay. So before we even like move on to like Dak, but with uh Mike, where are we at on Mike versus Kellen? Are we um, missing Kellen? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just say like as of the first three games, uh sorry, the first two games, I'm I'm just gonna go out there and say I don't miss Kellen at all. I know it's early, but like No, I don't either. I, I'm cool. Like uh, I'm good. To be honest, I, I was happy. I'm one of the oh, I was, that, uh, no, I was hundred percent happy he was uh, gone. Listen, Kellen Moore is a is a is a genius. He he is really good at calling plays and I think he's gonna be a great offensive coordinator. Up a heck of a first drive. He can, but the problem <laughs> is he does not know how to adjust. He just right. doesn't. He just is Kind of blank staring. He's like, no, that's what I call it. it I would be love it. to see like his stats on like first drive scheme scoring opposed mm-hmm. to the rest of the game. And by the way, I mean he's doing okay offensively with the Chargers, <laughs> but they're zero two now. They Why? Because they're ineffective down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Justin Herbert, that's, I feel bad for you. That's the criticism is they can't get it done. And that's the same thing that happened with the Cowboys when Kellen Moore was the offensive coordinator. Right now, through the first two games, Mike McCarthy is pitching a shutout. He knows what he's doing. He is dominant, and he, again, like I said, brings balance to his play calling. He knows exactly how and when to call the right plays. And another thing is that he has Dak bought into the system. Once you got your quarterback playing into it and playing well, then you are set. And that's, I think, Dak loves the way Mike McCarthy is calling the plays. He looks much different than he had in previous years. It's like, oh yeah, it's like it's a new offense, but it's not. Yeah, it's just it's almost it's like it's like a breath of fresh air. It gets and, you excited again to play uh, football, and with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, you're just not going through the motions again and again. And I, I'm gonna go back to this. They're looking at that 2014 game plan. The, you know what's the difference? So 2014 oh, yeah. was a great year, right? The Cowboys went 12 and four, got into the second round, should have won, should have won, like, should have like like if you think about it, like should have won the game, right? And there's a good chance that if they would have won that game, you could make an argument they were probably going to win the next one. I don't know. Some people are going to go. Some people argue that oh no, Romo couldn't survive against the Seattle. Well, whatever. But my point being I don't is know, this: man, they held their own when they ever like, right. But my point being is this: guess what? This team has that 2014 doesn't. What's that? The greatest defense ever. Yeah, for real. And this is the difference maker. And that's why I have really, really high hopes for this team going forward. Now, let's talk about the quarterback, Dak Prescott. Do it. 
He was great in this game. So I texted my cousin. I want to see what time the game. You start. have a cousin. I do have a cousin. What does that mean? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my cousin, who is like, only watches Dallas Cowboys. That's Nothing it. Else. He try. He will like. He'll watch Texas. He'll watch. He, like he's funny. Like like he watched Texas and he'll watch Alabama. Um, he like has really taken a liking to Alabama the past like ten years. It's really weird. But uh, he he'll watch those two. I don't remember the last time he watched the Mavs game. I don't remember the – he'll watch a little bit of soccer. Um, but it's like he just he's the Cowboys. An, he's the anti-you. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Like, yeah. he, like everything I do, he probably don't, he doesn't watch. So uh, I was trying to find – let's see. at When did the game start? 320, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So right around – First of all, I said I said God CD is really good. We should give him his flowers too, shouldn't we? That's right. Um, I was trying to find it. Oh man, this is gonna be good. okay. Yeah. So, thirty minutes into the game at four oh one, I texted him. I said, "Man, I was like Dak's gonna have one of those games." You know, that's not me saying like I foresaw it or anything because it was it was I was just saying like it was thirty like it took you thirty minutes into the game to realize like Dak was on a mission. Like he uh, was, he was going. You wasted. What? That story had, with your cousin. Yeah. You went through this whole thing, <laughs> just to say that you knew Dak was about to have that. No, kind of game. I wasn't saying that. I knew. I'm telling everybody that it took half an hour for anybody to see that Dak was on another level. But you kind of got there without the the story behind it. But I didn't know how long. What if I would have said that at like at 6 p.m.? That doesn't count. You know, that's weird. Like obviously, like he's already had the game. Anyway, you and your stories that go nowhere. What are you talking about? It's okay. That was the whole point of me saying 30 minutes in, no, EA, but you, 30 you minutes into the game. To, you went into less, the whole- less than the first quarter ending, you were like, oh, Dak's got it today. If I would have said that at but, 7 o'clock, obviously you know it's what? like, well, I duh, he need, had it. Did I need the story about the cousin? You asked. No. You asked. No, 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 no. said, no, you no, have no. a cousin? I said, sure. And yeah. Then, that, that's, I just said you have a I cousin. I was just letting you know that. He just and then you, you went into right, the whole right. thing. See, and look, we've spent all this time arguing about it because you brought it up. So I just love messing with you, buddy. 31 of 38. Dak mm-hmm. had 255, two the touchdowns. First half, he only had one incompletion. He sure did. 88, 80, 86.8 QBR in and fact, a 112.2 rating that you love. In fact, he, lo- he leads. Oh, my God. He leads. <laughs> he leads the NFL right now in Good. QBR. Look at that. A Guess stat that you two. said last week didn't matter. I did not say it. Did not fucking say <laughs> yes, that. Yes, you did. I did not. You got all over me when I was oh talking about God. it. You go, oh, oh whatever. It's like, are you using QBR quarterback rating? That's all I asked. Just saying. And right now, guess who number two is? Brock Purdy. He beat out Brock, Brock Purdy. I'll give it to Brock Purdy. He's holding it down, and I didn't think he could. So no, I always I'm, said I'd I'm come up there. for two weeks. I'm wrong. But what I, <laughs> I, I do have some criticisms. Oh, God. Slight small ones. It has to be small because at the same time he missed. Okay, there was one touchdown. He, he, sure, there was one touchdown he had, and not only did he have a wide open CD Lamb on the on the left side, yes. on the right he overthrew it. I know. And these small things keep happening in the red zone. I don't know what's going on there. It's like that's his one weakness is where he can't really throw touchdown okay. passes in the red zone. That to me needs to get a little bit fixed. Get a little more efficient there. I don't know what you need to do, but something's going on in the red zone where they're not clicking as best as they should. I just want, this is also what I I feel like, and it might be because he has the Cowboys helmet on, because I feel like every time Dak, I'm not saying this is you, um, but this, this, is, a lot, this is what I've heard a lot this week, is 
I feel like every time Dak makes a micro mistake in a game of football where everybody makes mistakes, it's basically how you score. If everybody played the game perfect, you probably would never score, right? True. He makes a mistake and everyone freaks out all of a sudden. Uh, after going for an entire half of only missing one throw, I just laughed at like like I heard like, oh well you know, Dak and almost you know he still almost had a pick six and this and that and you know he still has some issues and here and there I'm like guys I'm like what more what what more would what more do you want out of a quarterback we're not other asking, than thirty one and thirty eight well thirty one for thirty eight and two fifty five and two we're touchdowns. not asking that what I'm trying to say is there's a clear pattern that when they get in the red zone, I'm not talking about Dak, but it's the entire offense that and even running the football, they sometimes can't get you going. Sometimes either it's the play calling, it's Dak. I mean, it's I think the it's the play things. calling. They start to boggle down in the red zone, and they can't score touchdowns. My point is eventually you cannot do the whole let's kick field goals and try to no, win. No, I agree. You're not going to go against Zach Wilson, the milf hunter, every week. <laughs> All right? But I also think that that doesn't have to necessarily fall just on Dak's shoulders. I think that that is a whole scheming issue, too, at the same that's time. That's fine. And it's the second game in the season, I guarantee I you that. I choose Dak. That's a small thing I said because he overthrew, I think it was Ferguson, uh, on that on that uh, would-be touchdown. Yeah, and I feel and like he missed CeeDee Lamb on, on the same play right. on his left. He was wide open. So I'm just saying that and he's still were... in 31 for 38. He did, and like that's I'm not I'm not attacking you. I'm basically attacking everybody else. Just you happen to be the one in front of me. But now you, you're gonna mute your mics and over here's you on this time. Nice try. Uh, I just I heard it. Uh, I feel like everybody's waiting for Dak to throw an interception, so they can they finally are. say what I think they are. Be- so that way when he does, they go ah oh, see see there he's it back. is he's back he's back he's the interception that's, by that, the way that's what it feels like quite honestly and it's funny did you hear him in his presser uh, mm, after the game he was, he was they asked him and he goes testy. he goes what about the year before that and the year before that and the, he was like what he's like one time he's like that's gonna be my whole career he's like you serious right now he's like I'm all of a sudden a, a, a turnover machine because I had one semi not good season like. Wasn't even that bad of a season. It was a semi. It was an issue with turnovers. He still was, you know. Can I can I give us a, a, a theory of yeah. why he had a bad season? Hold on, hold on. He got hurt. You could talk. You could chalk it up to getting hurt. I gotta get it in my sip so I can give oh you the best God. voice here. My theory is yes, he did get hurt, and while he was hurt, he wanted to come back so bad. Once you get back, I think he wanted to get right back into rhythm so bad. And that when you do that, you kind of push yourself, and then you kind of are a little too aggressive, and that kind of puts sure. you out of. And that when you're trying to get too aggressive, on top of the fact that you have no real connection with any of your wide receivers, and they're not trying to get open, yeah, it le- led to some very disastrous results. And, and not think, every one of those was his fault. That's no, the other no, thing, no. you know. But I'm saying is that he forced right. it too much because of that. He forced He's it because of that, and I think that's why. He had that, but overall, if you look at Dak's resume as a quarterback, he's not a turnover machine. No. Listen, I love, again, I'm bringing him up. I love Tony Roma. I know you do. Okay? I will worship the ground he works on. Uh, Walks on or works on? Which one? Both of them. Okay. (laughs) But the reason why I know, (laughs) but I know what his biggest flaw is. He's a turnover guy. Yeah. He's a early, especially early in his career, he was a gunslinger. I know that, but I still love him. But I get it. Dak Prescott's not that guy. No. So stop blaming him for the I think sins it's so of one unfair. season. And I and I and just, by the way, Joy. What? Joy Taylor can do. Oh my God, she's hey to, now. 
no, like, what is up with the Dallas Cowboys? Like, all three of them are like on that show. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys are pretty good. She's like, I don't know. Well, she's a Dolphins fan, so what's she going to say? Why is she a Dolphins? Just because her brother played for them for like 10 years? Yeah, that's actually exactly why she's a Dolphins fan. So, okay. And they live in Miami Still, for most of the year. Like, I don't care. She needs to stop with her little cowboy ha- or No, because she goes, most oh, people in sports I'm don't like the Cowboys. No, but see, I'm not impressed. I'm like, good God, Joy. You're hot, but just. Okay. He's saying, he's saying about Joy Taylor. Yeah, she's just really hot, and it gets me mad when she hates the Cowboys. I don't like when I like her, and then yeah. she doesn't like my team. I feel you. I, I, I find it funny that. Like, she can just, like, like the Cowboys. Stop being a hater. Right. No, I just, you know, like, I just feel like. Very talented, I might. This might be not, like, I might just be thinking this, but it doesn't feel this way. Through two games, it feels like everyone's just waiting for Dak to throw that pick. And so it they, does. And I just like, guys, like, I think we the, need to the get the man. Let me, let me hold on, really. Let's tap on his name real quick. Let's see what we got going on here. Well, like we just said, he leaves the NFL and QB. I know. Right it's now. like, like he went 13 for 24, a little less of a game, obviously in New York, but we know why. 13 of 24 for 143. 13 of 24, he was still pretty. I mean, that's like right. It's not the best, but it's it's okay. And then obviously 31 for 38. And there's been plenty of times, this is what I laugh at, how many games have we, and I always revert back to, like, the Tampa Bay game that we had, the the, the fame, you know, the very mm-hmm. start of the season one. Um, how many of those games have we seen where we're like, wow, you come, you get out of the game, you go, yo, Dak, that looked like the best quarterback in the league. Like, it's not, he doesn't have just one of those games. He's had plenty of them. And I always, I always say this because I think I, I like Cooper Rush. I don't well. I, that's something. I, I he's a good guy, but there is no way you're able going. You're ever going to convince me that Cooper Rush could do anything remotely close with this team that Dak is doing. And well, duh. That's what I'm saying. And 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 on also to that aspect is if you get rid of Dak, find me somebody else that's that you're going to go and just automatically start winning with that's on the market available. So, other than I, I just I find it funny. Like what? Why is he all of a sudden like not serviceable? Tell, listen, listen to the Cowboys. He's the Cowboys quarterback. It's something that you're going to have to deal with because like I literally was having a conversation. Sorry, but I was having a conversation with with Darian uh, when we were doing our show. One of the topics was, "Yo, can Dak win a Super Bowl with this team?" And it's like. When did that all of a sudden become not like not become a thing? I mean, the dude was, you know, he's been just fine. He's been just fine. Listen, so listen, I'm telling you right now, yeah. it's because he's the Cowboys quarterback. It doesn't matter who the Cowboys quarterback is going to be. That position will always create controversy, and it doesn't help that the Cowboys haven't won since 1996. So you're trying whoever to get some skin off the back of Tony Romo, aren't you? What you're trying, you're trying, you're trying to get some off of. Yeah, you're trying to say ah, it comes to controversy here. It doesn't it's, matter. It's the truth. because Tony Romo took so much heat, huh? That's he right. did. He did. <laughs> yeah. He he died so Dak could walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. But he again, begins. regardless, I think Dak Prescott has gone off gone off to a terrific start Thank you. this season. I think that the offense is under this new Mike McCarthy play calling, I think is outstanding. I'm excited. I can't wait to see how it evolves over the season. I do want to warn fans though. These first two games are technically your picnic games. Yeah, that's fair. It's going to start to get harder. Listen, this Cardinals probably one more, right? You got Arizona? Well, I was going to say, this Cardinals team, and let's start previewing it right now, this week, I'm sorry, but they look pretty impressive. Uh, 
against the Giants. Now, Looked pretty impressive, and they still lost. They still blew a lead. No, they they blew a lead. Yeah. And I'm just saying though, but this is still a team. Like New York's like biggest like comeback in a long their, their time. Their quarterback isn't bad. I, I will say that that he's he's got something. So let's not act Ooh, like Kyler the, Murray. That was a joke. Okay. I'm just gonna keep saying it until he comes back. He's not. <laughs> He's too busy with his war uh, war zone package that he has to download. Oh, okay. So uh, overall, though, I'm just saying that Josh I think Dobbs, you know, from Josh from Dobbs, Tennessee, man. you know, he's he's all right, and so, I like him. So we'll see what he can do. I think that the Arizona is not a team that you should overlook, but that should be yeah, easy easy win for the Cowboys. But going forward, you got the Patriots. The Patriots ah. have a very stout defense, one of the best defenses right. in the league. So that's going to be a team where you know that efficiency is going to be needed again for Dak to come back uh, and play with. And then of course, week five, you already have the matchup yeah. of the century yeah, where so you're going against your... the San Francisco 49ers. Who's going to be the better quarterback? Is it going to be Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott? Whose defense is better? Is it Micah Parsons? Is it Nick Bosa? This is funny, the Literally, fact that we're talking everything about... that the Cowboys, yeah. every, all this early season test for them because if they can go into uh, Santa Clara and Levi Stadium, and they can take down the Niners sure. on the road. This on a Sunday team night. is legit. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna definitely raise eyebrows. That they would, you know, that whole stretch. It's funny. First of all, I was gonna say it's funny that we were comparing Mike, I mean Dak Prescott to Brock Purdy, and they're like, who's better? Like, come on. I understand Brock Purdy's been good, but like I, Dak Prescott's proven a very so. proven quarterback. But you know what? I'm not gonna start. But, Brock uh, is apparently on a hot streak. I'll give it to him. So. He's doing very well. You're going to find guess out a what? lot. He had, yeah. and, you know, people ask me. I had a power rankings oh, up uh, for this week, and I had yeah. the number one, the Niners, and number two, the Cowboys. I'd... And a Cowboys fan asked me, why would you do that? Technically, the numbers of we do this. I'm like, well, okay, technically you're true. You're right on that. We outscored our opponents 70-10. to 10. Their right. offense though, has much better weapons, though, than the Cowboys. They can run it very well. Christian McCaffrey is a beast at the running back position. They have, like, 30 fullbacks they can use. They have great wide receivers that they have. And then on top of that, Brock Purdy doesn't make I mistakes. Uh, they have one of the best tight ends in the league, George Kittle, who can pretty much destroy your linebackers with any kind of little move. Telling you the Niners' offense is no, no they're, fucking no, joke. They're, they're, no, they're they're good, and I think you're going to learn a lot about this team uh, going through these three games between – or not three games, sorry, through the next, like, starting with for the 49ers and then the Chargers. You have the Eagles in there. Like, the, even though the, the Chargers are 0-2, they're going to give you a fight. That's the thing. So For sure. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to find out a lot about this team after these first three games into that new – it's really, I guess, or the four games or whatever, um, into the new, I guess, like the real schedule that everyone's considering, you know. Um, so to be honest, we'll see what they can do. I look at it this way. First of all, I'm not look overlooking opponents because I do think Arizona is still a capable team. And if you come in there thinking that you're the, all this hot shit and everything, true, you're, you're gonna you're gonna face some problems there. But I do think the Cowboys can take the care of business against Arizona and against the, the Patriots. I do believe this schedule, though, once you start with the 49ers and look down the list, everybody, not only that, but mostly everybody in your division outside the Giants probably can be a trouble because I think the the Washington Commanders showed you what Sam Hale as their quarterback. I uh, get it. Uh, with Sam Howell, of course. Sam Howell, their quarterback. Uh, 
Uh, you didn't get the joke, I guess. Uh, no, I got the joke. It's not funny. Keep okay. going. Sorry. Anyway, but with the commander showing that they, you know, Eric Binnemi is now their offensive coordinator, and he's doing a hell of a job there. They're a threat. The Eagles are always a threat. The Chargers, as you mentioned, you have the Detroit Lions as a threat. There are so many teams left. I think outside, I think maybe the only other non-threat maybe is, like, Carolina. Right. So, like, you have to be on your A game going forward. But to be fair... Also, this Cowboys team, we can trust them in these big games. For the first time in a long time, we are not scared of opponents who are good because guess what? We think we're just as good or maybe even better. This, I'm telling you right now, fans, as we talk about this Cowboys team this season, it's okay to relax a bit and enjoy the season as it comes because this team, you know, knock on wood, injuries aside, right. is going to be a Super Bowl contender. Well, you know what feels different about um, – I mean, I, I don't want to say different, even though it does. Well, first of all, I think I think fans and us, like, you know, the NFL, like, okay, so I think we need to stop the like the tracks like right now on the 17 and 0 train. I don't think anybody's saying that. I'm just no. saying like, don't be disappointed. This team will lose. It's just a matter of like how, how, and can you get it? All that matters is can you get it done at the end of the year. So the whole point to that is can you get it done at the end of the year? This this team. This team, more so than years past, and I, we kind of said it coming into the year that everybody was kind of in their prime. You know, Dak looks is looking to like avenge himself, and you know, it just feels like all the pieces were together. Well, after two games, this team not only feels like you could argue is the best team in the NFL, they feel like a Super Bowl team. Every aspect of and it. And by the way, it's not just us, you know, as Cowboys fans saying it. I mean, even the haters. Go look at the, the – Except the, Joy Taylor that you just bashed on half an hour ago. For I mean, she deserves it for bashing on it with no real uh, actual points. That's what she does. She just says, ah, I don't like the Cowboys. Okay, fine, Joy. Don't. Well, you'll be sorry. You and Shady. You and Shady always oh talking. God. But even Shady's turning around a little bit. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm excited, so – Keep your eyes open. A great win over the Jets. They needed it. It was fun. Thirty point, uh, thir- uh, was right. it thirty point or twenty point win? Yeah, thirty to ten. And sure, was the or the two games that they started out with easies? Sure, but they still won forty zero exactly. thirty to ten. And it's supposed to get easier. They're favored by twelve and a half against Arizona. Yeah, that's, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that is a big spread. <laughs> and, and that's I, away. That's an away. Yeah, game. that's an so away you don't even game. Get the three points. No. And so twelve and a half is big. I think the I, I do think the Cardinals might cover that because I think that's I know, a maybe. large that's a large. Yeah, we're thing. starting to get up in those weird numbers. That's and like, what I also think is that the Cowboy again, Arizona is not as bad as people think. And now it will get easier for the offense because they do get most likely Brandon Cooks back and Tyler Smith back out, and Buda Baker's out for the Cardinals. They'll get Kyler Murray back. No, they're like I told you. He's still downloading the Warzone attachment. <laughs> he's waiting to get the new gear, so it's gonna be a while hey, for don't him. Don't undermine the Warzone stuff. No, uh, he needs to. He needs to focus on that. That's more important. All right. Well, that's your Cowboys talk. We're gonna get into our picks later in the show, but right now it's talking popping tweet pop. So okay, pop, uh, talking popping. So last pop, last week pop, pop. you said. You said, I said, tweet, tweet, and you're like, no, it's pop, pop, and you just said, tweet, I, I tweet. made a mistake, okay? I can make mistakes. I'm not allowed to make mistakes. <laughs> I'm freaking human, as uh, <laughs> you understand that, okay? You and I are human. I can make mistakes, okay? Uh, I'm not God. over me. I know you, uh, girls think I'm God, but I'm not. Oh, do they? Yeah, that's what they say. You know? Who can I ask for that one? Uh, you can find so many of them. <laughs> okay. They're around. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but uh, welcome to Talking Poppin'.
our hot, entertainment hot. segment, right, where we talk about entertainment. But as you threw a hissy fit um, on Twitter and on text messages and all that, uh, you're mad because I'm not letting you review The Nun 2. And I'm trying to about to review some Bollywood film. And so you're upset. So I'll give you five seconds. Five seconds. Tell me about The Nun. I have crushed in my mouth. <laughs> Ew. That's, that's your review? No, hold on. That's your review? This is unfair. <laughs> this is unfair. No. You threw a hissy fit. So go ahead. The Nun 2. You said it's a billion dollar movie. I was just saying that. Uh, Go ahead. Tell me about. You have five seconds. To I tell thoroughly me about, enjoyed it. I thought. I mean, obviously some pieces of it didn't work, but others did. You went to go see a movie about a demon that dressed like a nun. You act like the Conjuring universe is not like a it's very, all, very well, first successful of all, it's thing. It's fake. All of it. I don't. Half the movies I watch are fake. Do you, okay. Yeah. But they I don't. Thought, I thought Jason Statham taking on a 60 foot shark was they, real. Yeah, but they understood that's fake from the beginning. Bro, this everybody movie, that's going to the movie thinks it's This like, movie, everyone. Come on. Okay. But second of all, it's not even scary. Who gets scared about a You want to go? No. Why not? Because I don't, I don't mess with. You don't with, like horror movies. I don't mess so with demons. I just don't mess with demons. Like that Exorcist movie. Oh man, Exorcist is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Probably yeah. top, I would say top four. With that 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 trailer, I don't even. Well, I'm a gatekeeper when it comes to that. So like, I'm excited what to does see that it, mean, but at the same gatekeeper? time, like I don't let anybody in. But at the same time, oh. like I don't I don't really want them to touch The Exorcist. Why? Because the first one's literally a perfect movie. It's five stars. And the it sequel is suck. So. Good. No, the third one, third one's actually really good. The third one wasn't even supposed to be anything about the. Uh, they added, they literally Have added you seen one. The third one. Like, no, but I it's, read about it's, it. It's great. It's actually really. It wasn't good. even supposed to be about an exorcist. I don't care. It's they not, added. They don't even really exercise. They only anybody. did one at the at the end because the second one's bad. No, but the third one, the the author wrote it was from the author who wrote the exorcist, and he had nothing to do. It was just a totally different story. With the studios like, hey. Since you're famous for the exorcist, can you add an exorcist into it? And he's like, no. Dude, my those, those conversations that they have in prison are freaking bone chilling. They're so good. What are you talking when he, Have you seen it? No. That's what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. The, but I'm the ta- third one. But it has nothing to do with like it demons matter. or ghosts. It's not even that. Does but, that make it a bad movie? No, but that's my point. The studio shoehorned an exorcist. And it, it's and it called it, But that's that's not even what the movie's about. And the movie worked. People like it. No, people it's, hate that no, movie. Are you a, kidding me? It's critically panned. They don't know horror movies. It's no. a critically panned no, movie. No, 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 no. They don't know horror movies. Then. You don't either. Because the horror culture loves that. Your horror culture is stupid then. Okay. Anyway, there is your five seconds on The Nun 2. All right. Well, I... I want to tell you, wow, get back in here. Listen, watch the third one. What we watch it together, and, and you'll actually be shocked. At I'm not going to watch it, but I know the it's really good. good. Anyway, so Fine, my man. turn. All right, so you get, I went you to get see two this. minutes. I do not. It's, we got a lot. I'm going to tell you, more people have seen Exorcist 3 mm-hmm. than have seen Jawan. Well, yeah, because Jawan just came out, and, and that's not true because India goes hard for Shodokan. And I'm pretty sure. Like I said, I am like the only person within this vicinity that knows what you're talking about. Yeah, well, we're about to enlighten people. Okay, How about it. All right, and I listen. I have some. We got pizza. some. We got some Indian people that probably want to listen to this. Maybe some uh, who love Bollywood films. All right, the Hindi film culture, the Telugu film culture, the Tamil 
All right? South Indian cinema's rising. Come on. You don't know about this. It's not me that I don't hate it. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about this film. First off, i got to get some backstory. Um, if you don't know who Shorah Khan is, Shorah Khan is considered by far the most recognizable actor on the planet. Now, here in America, maybe not, but in the world, well, yeah, but in, no, I'm saying- I know, you're uh, answering your own question. Okay, but America, uh, no, but around the world, Shorah Khan is just the greatest. He is considered the number one actor. He is paid probably- just as much as, uh, as like Tom Cruise. I do agree with that. He's probably paid really well. I think he's worth almost close to half a million probably or so. half a billion dollars. Half a billion, I would believe that. Uh, this guy is sensational, and it goes all the way back to the early 90s because he in, in Bollywood films, the biggest uh, hits were romantic uh, dramas, right? Romantic dramas were the number one hit, and he was the poster boy in the 90s for that. His his most famous character, his name was Raj, and girls loved him and put his posters up on the wall. He is just considered the heartthrob, and they call him the, the King Khan because he is by far one of the most established actors. Well, something bad happened. In He started to make a lot of stinkers towards 16, 17, going into 18, and his biggest, biggest hole was in December of eight, 2018, zero. Zero. He did a movie with him and Starlet Katrina Cave and Netflix. Anushka Sharma, and in which she plays a little person, and that 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 is a by the way. Well, I was about to say maybe a lot of people that I don't know that is like a very, it's like a, a very like cult movie. It's like have you seen Zero? Really? Yeah, actually, you'd be shocked. I, I would be um, surprised because a lot of people hated this film. Well, no, and that that's the point because yeah. it's not because it's not good. Right, it's one of those things. It's and not good that you now have I'll to say see this, it. and it's because he plays you know right. I didn't get a, that a but character. Here's my thing. I've actually seen that movie. I have too. I've, and I'll say I this, know you have the first half. I actually like. I think the first half of the movie is actually a generally good film. Zero. Yeah, okay. it just gets outlandish in the second half, and yeah, it doesn't make wacky, sense. Yeah, and so they kind of lose you there. Like, okay, never mind. It's quite but remarkable. It did what what it did show was that he's playing this little person who thinks he can get the most gorgeous girl in the world. That he has this kind of heart, but there was this girl played by Nushka Sharma, who's she's playing that she has cerebral palsy, but she's a scientist. Right. And they actually like each other and they're going to get married, but he is so bestowed. Oh my God, I want the starlet. And it goes through a back and forth and all that. But the movie was a critical and commercial failure. One of the worst in Shadow Khan's career. It caused him, plus the pandemic, not to make movies for many years. Have you seen all the Dons? Yes, I have. There's only two of them. I, that's, I was well, the original, that. there's the original with Amitabh. There's Dawn and Dawn too, from what I know. And then there's the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, Don, where Amitabh played that. Amitabh Bachan, trust me. You don't want to mess with me in this field. I don't. And I'm a, and I'm a novice compared to, to the, the, the experts, which is my family. Um, but anyway, so he, he went through a tailspin. He hadn't made a movie since that time. Until when? January of 2023, he came out with the greatest action film I've seen in a while. Patan. Patan is a, a big spy film. It was big. It had another star, Salman Khan, in it. It was huge. It's the number one uh, Hindi release movie of the year and uh, I think sixth all time. It was a huge hit. And then the they said, hey, there's another movie with Shah Khan coming out. Another movie? So you would think this movie won't do as well. Creighton, this movie is about to pit, take over Patan. That's how big Jawan is. 
Jawan is about to overtake Patan to give Shadokhan two big hits. 2023 is his comeback year. It's his comeback year. The King has returned. And I got to say, I love this film. This film rocked. If you love action, if you like drama, if you like the idea of Robin Hood, this movie's for you. Is it three hours? It is close to it. Two hours say, and 46 that's minutes. That's going to turn a lot of people off. See, of I want to tell you people, stop with this. Oh, my God. I hate people who are like, I like short movies. Fuck short movies. Well, I mean, I agree. I honestly but don't. That's what made Oppenheimer such an anomaly is the fact that it's a three-hour movie and it made $900 million is a weird thing. But that's why everyone's like, I hate the third act because everyone is like so sick and tired of waiting for like a movie. I'm like, come on, guys! Like, who hates the third act of Oppenheimer? Oh, everybody can't stand it. That's Ooh. the that is the criticism. Oh no, dude, are you? Went, yeah, I don't sure. know. I don't know. Like, I, mean, like, I can just go on. You on wanna, no, what? like big time people or like the stupid people. No, like all, all the all like the critical meta reviews and everything is all like no. It's great. I heard others. Those Where? Are, I heard the complete opposite. Where? I know a lot of people who love the third act. Who? I love the people I've talked to and the people I read online. That's what I'm telling you. That that's no, but the, online reviews I've read, they said the third I act. I thought this was supposed to be a Jawad review. You're the one who brought up Oppenheimer. I was just telling you it was three hours. Well, don't get me off on a don't. You got me off sides. Sorry, I forgot Christopher Nolan's your butt buddy. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. All of the Chris. Anyway. All of the Chris. Jawan, to me, is an incredible movie. Yes, it's long, two hours and 46 minutes, but it kind of flies by. Um, in the movie, he plays this guy named Azad. By the way, named after my That's last name. That's why you like it. No, but it's, I, I cheered every time. Like, oh, ah, it's me. He is a jailer that uses six of his uh, women prisoners to sneak out, and they go and do these kind of like Robin Hood crimes. Like one of them that's famous in the trailer is that they take a train hostage, and they're after one specific guy who's very rich but very corrupt. And there's a negotiator, a girl. Now here's the one part of the movie I'm gonna I, I gotta ruin this part for people. Cause you you can ruin it. I you can ruin it. Wow. I mean, I do think people are gonna see it. I'm just I just think I think you're a little. You're just really. I'm very excited about this film, and I wanted to bring the audience. I was there. excited about the nun. What happened to that? But nobody cares about the nun. People like Joan better. Uh, who? Ah, let's take a poll. I agree. Like, listen, I'm not disputing. It's worldwide, like Can cultural, like Jawan? impact. Can you at least watch Joan? Yeah, I want to see it. Go see it. I want to see it. Well, you had, like, why me, haven't I you? I like you know those movies. Funny? You haven't even gone seen it yet. Like, why haven't you seen oh, it yet? Oh, see, this is the conversation we were just having two minutes ago about how you're dogging on the Exodus three, and I'm like, have you seen it? No. See, no, I'm but, not even dogging on your movie. I actually wanted to see it. I think it's going to be really, okay, really well, good you, in my you eyes. Better get I'm just telling you. That I understand it's cultural. Uh, you you just cannot. I I just guarantee you I'm the only person up here that knows about. All right. It. Well, let me get back to the review. All right. Aside from one, the, the oh, there's some criticisms because there are things that typical Bollywood films do have, and is that there are rushed elements in there, especially like the love aspect. I didn't. I I this whole marriage thing in the movie goes really quick. He's bald headed. He's bald headed for a little bit. Just, yeah. just for a little bit, but. It's it's weird. It's that one scene that happens, and he's kind of married quickly. And I was like, that went too quick for me. And so I don't know what's going on there. The rest of it, though, the movie flows well. There's great action, great dances, great music, and there's that drama. You know, drama, Indians do really good with drama, and it kind of gets to your heart. I did I did tear up. Do a they have bit. any like flash mob scenes in this thing? No, any, but like, there were stuff? there were moments I did tear up, and yeah. it gets to you. And so I, I really urge people to go see this. 
and give yourself a shot. These are these are the type of movies that will get you into Bollywood films. There's so many different types, but this is the traditional masala action film uh, where you have a good time. There's a lot of great music, everything, and a lot of star power to really uh, enjoy it. So I think go see it with your family in the theaters and have fun. I think this is a fun movie, and right now you don't really have much choice because a lot of okay. other movies oh, are... Actually, I actually I got a point that can tie into uh, award season and that. Okay, go okay. ahead. Do you believe that this that Jawan should be the entry for is it India? What country is it like actually from? India. Okay, I just you never know. I, I just want to make sure. Uh, do you believe that Jawan should be the entry for India in the Academy Awards international race? Is that the is that the film that should um, be entry? Yeah, I think so. Or should they put up the other one you were saying? Pathan? Yeah. Which one? Pathan is more so whichever one you think whatever you Pathan think is the is, best movie of the I year think so far. This one has a better chance okay. of being like uh to winning international features. Inter- yeah, to like, hey, this is the best movie from Hindi filmmaking this year. Now, Tamil and Telugu, they're kind of the starlets right now because um, RRR really right. got the American public just like in a frenzy. Yeah, I wanted to kill Even though award. that is not a great film, honestly. You don't like it? No, that's a, listen. It's pretty that, It's pretty out there. It is out there, but also the CGI like. CGI is weird. No, there, this movie is one of those Bollywood films, or not Bollywood because uh, it's South Indian, but yeah. it's one of those in, or Indian films that just isn't that great and it gets a lot of hype because i think that one dance sequence everybody likes and that's the dance sequence that won yeah nacha nacha yeah won the it won for took away i think it just because took away my uh oscar from lady gaga i'm sorry we'll we'll get better Uh, if you want to be like i said like i told ryan if you want to be a superstar you better become prepared (laughs) lady gaga didn't Guess not. Uh, but no, I think this is an excellent movie all around. I mean, it just has everything. Some I can see, although there are there are parts in it, like I mentioned, that marriage part that seemed kind of a little outlandish. It's not doesn't fit. Yeah. And there is a part of the movie I don't want to give it away, but like there is a part where you're like, well, you didn't see that coming. Like you couldn't tell that was him. Oh, okay. Like now that's your husband, you couldn't tell that's him. Like you know what I mean? Well, that kind of that kind of thing. Where, um, but there was another movie I loved with Shahrukh If you go back. It was 2008. It's called Rob Uh I'm probably butchering that like no other, <laughs> and I get made fun of by my cousins when I can't say the proper pronunciation of these uh, titles. But Rob Nibidijodi had uh, Anushka Sharma as well in her acting debut, and in the movie, the plot was he he is the. Uh, his professor invites him to his daughter's wedding and he instantly falls in love with the daughter, but he knows, Oh, she's getting married. It doesn't matter. And he's a very nerdy guy. Like he has a little mustache glasses and he's just a nerd. So the plays him like really nerdy. Like, and Anushka is like this gorgeous blonde, not blonde, sorry, gorgeous brunette. You know, she's a uh, young and just full of life and anybody would fall in love with her. Yeah. Uh, and then tragedy strikes the wedding because the groom's dies on the way there. Oh, and, there you go. and the father then gets a heart attack and he goes, I want someone to take care of my daughter. So he asks his student, Shorohan, to take care of her and marry her. But there's and she then they get married. But then the wife goes like, I can't love you because there's no love in my heart that was taken when my dad and my husband or soon to be husband were taken from me. But I'll be a good wife. So they're like kind of like friends. Well, there but she's, you go. She's kind of like, fr- right. And then he wants to impress her. And when he does, 
You know, he, he does this. He he dresses like a cool version of himself. He takes off the mustache oh, and God. dresses up in Western clothes, and he looks like Shorohan, the actor. Look at that. And he goes to see her at a dance class that she's at, and they get paired up. So he's playing two roles now, and, of course, she falls in love with the, the dance partner version of him. And he... Takes I over. See, you really are enjoy. You really. Enjoy I love it. this movie. I yeah, love I that movie tell. too. That was one of my favorite. I love that well, movie. I'm happy for but you. But my point being is that that in that movie, people there is a thing where people's like she can't tell that's her husband. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. As you were saying. <laughs> and so and Jawan, Jawan, kind of similar situation. He was like really. Yeah. Really? Like that's that's there's only you have to suspend your belief for a little bit. Other than that, great film, and I urge every one of our listeners, all two of them. To really go out there and give this movie a great chance and really try to expand your horizons because why not? Why not enjoy other culture films? Uh, you're not going to catch me now. I watch all the international stuff. I know, and I'm really proud There's that you know that who Khan is. Yeah, I mean, like, it's almost if you're deep into film, it's almost hard not to. Do you know to, Salman Khan? I don't think so. Is that Salman Khan? There's three in Bollywood. Yeah, there are three I mean, actors. Okay, I, I will say this: I might know stuff that they're in and not even realize it. Though. Do you know like the movie Ek the Tiger? Yeah, okay. see, see, yeah, Salman Khan, yeah. same thing with yeah. So, like, if you would have told me that Zero was like, if I didn't know who that was, you said, "Oh, it's a Zero guy." I've been like, "Oh," yeah. I mean, but I know who that is. Yeah, already. but Salman Khan's in that too in one yeah. song. Okay, see, there are three actors that were all born about the same year, entered Bollywood at the same time. And these are Amir Khan, Shadow Khan, and Salman Khan. And they just happen to be the top three male actors of their generation who just kill it at the box office. And they're all rivals within each with each other. Do you ever wish you could do that? Oh, God. Do you do wish you could be a Bollywood star? I would, hell yeah. Okay. Dance with beautiful women and, okay. and, and then, you know, get them and then have a lot of money for sure. Get well, fame. Maybe it'll work out for you one day. Well, that's my movie review, Jawan. Go see it. EA approved. Oh Don't go see Stupid Nun 2 and see a stupid demon try to be a nun. What the fuck? Look, that's just that's just stupid. Like that was that was people running it's out not of like ideas. The first iteration of the movie. You know, they've done like twenty thousand Conjuring Universe movies now. Yeah, it obviously stupid, somewhat stu- resonates with the public if they're doing this many. The public's stupid sometimes. All right. Well, I do want to ask you a question though. We are getting into September now. Yes. No, we are in September. We're almost in October. Yeah, true. We're already uh, two more weeks in October is going to be here. Usually about this time is when we have season premieres, Uh, sitcom start, a lot of new shows start. Uh, Also, Saturday Night Live is supposed to usually get scheduled. And uh, we are still in the midst of the WGA Mm -hmm. uh, SAG strike. Uh, there has not been any kind of write-ins or new episodes of anything. In fact, I've got an entire summer without my late-night shows, which I love. So I'm very upset about that. No Jimmy Kimmel, no no Stephen Colbert for me. Well, Drew Barrymore is going to be back. Yeah. You don't listen to Drew Barrymore? No, but she's in trouble a little bit right now. (laughs) Yeah. So what's the latest, uh, Creighton? You're our strike guy An down analyst? embedded embedded inside the uh the people because we're having a lot of strikes now yeah. now the auto workers are on strike everyone's on strike now are we any closer to ending this rider strike would you like me to burst your bubble or give you hope which one do whatever you feel um i can handle okay i'll give you hope all right go ahead hope um the hope is is that it could always come any day 
That's a stupid hope. Like you never know whenever it might come. So you can hold out hope each day that it they, they might. And it's not like there hasn't ever been a deal put on the table. They've they've gotten deals put on the table. The thing is they've all been denied, right? But uh unless you're like Neon who's like, We'll take that deal and you can promote your movies. But so it can happen at any point. That's the positive. The negative is that there are now talks. This is not like highly reported, but if you were like, there's a lot of guys that have, uh, especially the during the film festivals. Uh, it's, it's still the season, but the film festivals a couple weeks ago, like Telluride, Venice, all those. If you ask the reporters there, I've heard, when did they think the strike is going to happen? It was a universal. Oh, this thing ain't happening until like it's not going to be over till January at least. So yeah, it's 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 uh I would say it's not looking good like at all. Good my, God. So so my uh when I told you what was this? When did we talk about that first? Had it been two, back three, in June? Two three years ago. June, oh, yeah, July? June, June, yeah. Okay. And I told you that there was a lot of people talking about October. At this point, I would consider getting it done in October a freaking miracle. I'm 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 honestly thinking, I don't know if it's gonna be as far as, as January, but I'm honestly thinking December. I'm thinking to the point I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you. Oh. Be honest with me. I yeah. I know like the production, the producers yeah. side, they can be assholes. Mm-hmm. But this is also the writers and the actors being a little too much. This this is this is now a combination of they're wanting exactly like what they're asking. There is not much compromise. But that's going not on. gonna work. That's why I don't like their leadership. Well, and the I, problem I, is that's the thing. That's the problem is the fact that what they're asking for. Is not really being met at the same time. So like they don't even really like there hasn't really been that many offers for them to say like oh, no. We'll but think I about no. It. But I I read the late the last time where they got caught and then they were getting close and then they, they had were. like a breakdown. Yes. Uh, but I read some of the thing. Now I'm not saying they did meet the, the producer did meet them somewhat halfway. It's not exactly what they wanted, but there right. were some good incentives that I'm sure the writers and actors would have benefited from. Uh, and I think they should have at least went from that point on and said, okay, I hear you there. Let's work from here. Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is that the I, I think the producers fucked up because now it's all petty. Everybody's just being petty now, which I don't like. Yeah. And in the negotiations, you can't take things personally. And like, I think dude. that's the problem that the I think the writers' union uh, leads and mm-hmm. the actors' leads are now like, oh, it's personal. We don't want to do it. I'm like, well, you're having struggling actors out there that are not they're not making any kind of money. There's literally that like that's the thing is like it's not like they're just striking and not and like and like finding ways to get by. Like as we speak, like especially the writers, um they're really actors too, but especially the writers, since they sh- started their strike whenever June, July, whatever, those guys have not been paid. Like they're not getting paid. And if it goes that's a that's half a year if right. you go all and the way to January let's basically. Let's give an example. Like the late night shows, I know that they usually right. usually the host sometimes pay for them because they're usually writers too. They're a right. writer. They'll pay for them because they make a lot of money. They can't do that forever. I mean, like they have their own money to like thing. I I, I don't like this idea where I, I know Drew Barrymore got like in trouble. She's like, Well, there's nothing else I can do. I need to get my show back on. They're like and somebody reported, goes, You're worth $140 million, blah, blah, blah. You could pay them. I was like, but that's her money. She can't just pay. So go pay. I would tell them, go pay every homeless person then. 
You know, yeah. So you have you you get an eighty thousand dollars salary. Right. You can go afford to give homeless people money every day. It's the same situation. Not everybody can afford to just because you think somebody has a million dollars or what. You know, these are not billionaires. No. If you were talking billionaires, I would not care. Billionaires can afford it, but millionaires, even multimillionaires, most of that's not liquid. Most of that <laughs> is uh, invested into right. properties or something like that. A cash on hand, they cannot support. <laughs> Uh, every writer on staff. It's there's nobody that makes money like that. No, like be reasonable. Like I, I'm impossible. so sick and tired of people on both sides trying to re- resonate. Like, think like, about how many. So like, let's say for instance, like let's say I'll even go even higher than like just TV. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's say he makes fifty million dollars for. It's probably close to that for Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Think about though how many people are behind that movie. In terms of casting, there is and a- and and departments and crews, guys that don't even, guys that really don't even see the movie that much, that get hired to do things, you know, like all from in different countries and where you go to locations. I mean, two three hundred, and Mo- you're trying to get them more. all. Uh, like, and a- have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, imagine yeah. this. Go watch. You know, end credits. Exactly. Those, those things take forever because yeah, there's that, so many people like, on the movie. And you think you think that it's only going to be like fifty million? There's a reason budgets are two hundred plus million dollars. No, yeah, like Leo with his fifty million dollars would probably be able to cover a few people, but not like a not everybody. So it, stuff it, like that. Yeah, and so and then you trickle down to like TV. You're I'm right. I'm telling so. you right now, we need to get um, a. We need to take this to the White House. Oh, all right, right. And I'm telling you right now, what and I would guarantee you, Biden, we can do this. You think he, he needs watches to, TV? You, he, uh, <laughs> do you think? I can't do a Biden. <laughs> hey. Oh, he's going to try it, though. Hey, uh, I need my uh, TV back. <laughs> I uh, get what you're going Okay, on, sorry. Anyway. All right, bye. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I get it. Uh, no, but Biden you know, needs to hire or appoint somebody, a czar, in charge of the negotiations and get them both on the table and say, hey, both sides, let's go. I want to read like, you, yeah. I want to read you this quote from, or it's an excerpt from, uh, from Vox.com. It's Allison Wilkinson. Is that how you? Is that what her name is? Let me make sure. I'm pretty sure I got three thousand dollars. Yeah, Alyssa. Uh, Al- sorry, Alyssa. Alyssa. Oh, uh, and I, you I were making fun of me Dang for Erica. It. Alyssa Wilkinson. Uh, when was this? This was two days ago. Here, read this. Here's this excerpt I want to read you. So, in this article, she tries to answer the question: Why doesn't Everybody just get what they want. And she goes, so this is the expert right here. She goes, that's a great question. And one thing that everyone is actually asking. The easiest way to understand this is still kind of what I wrote back in SAG after, when SAG and AFTRA joined the WGA on the picket lines in July. The reality is that studios and production, co- production companies are increasingly embedded in larger corporations and tech companies that are beholden to shareholders. And the way they think and talk about profit and revenue is different from the way the people who take home a paycheck actually do. That's totally 100%. Yeah. And I understand that. And you're so right. And this is the problem we have with. So uh, let's the- just blame streaming. Let's do it. No, not even streaming. It's not even streaming. Netflix, problem. Apple. No, you know what's problem Disney, is? It's HBO. the monopolization of companies. Uh, we need to. Get, this is a problem that again, I'm not trying to get political here, but I, I will say this: this is why you need regulations in business because this is a very uh, problem. You allowed 
there, there's no reason that Disney should be that big of a company. There's no reason that it should own like 90% of this and Netflix should own 98 of that right. because you're now all beholden to multiple shareholders that don't understand what's going on. It becomes too cold, a too ruthless, and it's all about the bottom figure. And you're talking about an industry where the people are not those types. They're creative types. They are yeah. the types that are like, whoa, hey, man. What's up, man? Like, you know, the hippie movement. Not, I'm not even saying they're all hippies, but right. they think in that way. They're not all about it, but they just want a decent, fair wage. But, yeah, we do need some well, kind of see, person to come in there and force the hand because I'm telling you right now, they're gonna those shareholders are going to lose a lot of money well, pretty see, soon. That's the problem is, like, so when it comes to, like, Apple and those guys, like, and Apple is, like, a really strange case because they were the first streamers to crack through and win the win the Best Picture, win Academy Award for Coda, which was, like, something that Netflix has been trying to do for, God, what, eight, nine years now? Yeah. Something like that. Oh, wow, they didn't. So, so Apple's weird because they've actually cracked the code. Um, when it comes to their media, like Apple TV and Apple TV Plus and all that, like, that is such a small, like, footnote on the scale of what they're selling in terms of, like, all their tech and everything that like I don't even know I don't even know that like obviously it bothers them but like they're not gonna see they're not seeing an issue why because their movies still get like Killers of the Flower Moon it's still getting put out you know they're they're like no, that and that movie's gonna go on and do great saying, things but no but, but eventually it's gonna they're gonna no, it's sure, gonna bite you right. in the ass but i think that but that's the thing is how long can they hold out they can hold out for a lot longer than a lot of these other companies so like not even just apple i'm just saying like netflix is also like that do you think it's really gonna bother those guys if they go till january no actually it will benefit them because they're the only ones that can actually promote and do things because they're not part of the actual union so yeah. so for instance at telluride and Venice and the other film festivals the other week, predominantly everything there was Netflix and Apple. Literally, mostly just Netflix. Apple only really has the one going. It was all it was more Netflix movies than you ever seen before because yeah. they do not fall under the union. And so, we've always questioned this: How does Netflix get their money? What do they do to get their money? That you always see it. They're dishing out like three hundred million dollars, two hundred million dollar budgets, right? And they're paying for movies out like at the wazoo. That's like crazy rich money, right? You always wonder where they're getting it. So clearly, they have enough money to hold on, hold the four. Amazon's the same way, and they uh, they they've been jacking right. up our prices. I guess so. And so, when it comes to those guys, this is great for them because they're not going to have to worry about, for instance, like um, Dune's no longer going to be an issue. Challengers is no longer going to be an issue. There's there is now opportunity for streamers to come into the game and have more. Uh, publicity than ever before and not only that given that motive plus that being a footnote on their budget is it really going to bother them if they hold out till january february i could honestly make the argument that they want to hold out at least the streamers would love for that to happen so it's it's sticky because you're fighting you're fighting a union while at the same time your competition's not in the union is working and it's just like it is a sad day. I, I understand. Well, I'll say this, though. Uh, okay. We are gifted that we are living a time that we still have plenty of content. Here's True. the thing. Here's one thing where I think I, I do feel bad for the writers and everybody else is this. It really is not going to hurt as much because what, what do you younger, especially younger kids well, do? 
they're not really that into TV or well, uh, or movies as much anyway. Guess what they're into? What's YouTube. That? YouTube, I know. That's also... And, and that's the thing. YouTube is everybody's own content creator. Don't think YouTube's going to really get into this world. No, they're not really. You don't think so? No, not in that sense. You don't think I'm, YouTube's no, going to want to start buying movies? No, what I'm trying to say is I'm talking about like... No, I know in terms what you're of saying. Content. I'm just telling you, one day YouTube's gonna do oh, that. Oh, sure, for sure. But that. yeah, no, you're right because like all the time, like what's the most like what's the highest viewed videos on YouTube? It's Baby Shark and it's Coco Melon. Yeah, like baby stuff. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it's just like kids don't go watch TV; they go and watch snippets and excerpts yeah. on YouTube of their oh, favorite TV and shows. You know what? And it pisses me off because <laughs> I'm trying to get my little brother into Star Wars. Right? I was trying to show him, Good luck. and he goes. Can you just get to the part? I'm yeah. gonna get to the part. Yeah, exactly. You gotta understand. I was trying to show him. He goes, "Hey, this is when Darth Vader dies and saves, you know, Luke and all that." He goes, "Oh, okay. So what? You mean the what happened to the lightsabers? Why are they?" I was like, "You generation sucks." So, hey, like, you're not even I getting get the it, emotion. Right. Mine sucked, and now look at you. You know? No, you're you're weird. So, you're. So, a, I bet your friends are all like. My friends same. don't know movies like I do. Yeah. Um, they don't even, follow movies I don't know like you I had do. friends, by the way. I, I, I have oh, a couple. I will say this. Oh, this. Nice one. Okay, so the Emmys are January 15th and the Oscars are March 10th. Yeah, canceled. Dog, I'm not sure those are going to happen. No, the Oscars will. The Oscars, the Oscars will. The Oscars they have plenty is, of, they have plenty of movies. I'm not sure the Emmys are going to do No, it. the Emmys aren't. The Emmys can't well, do Well, the thing it. is, it's like the thing. it's not about having the movies there. They're not going to have anybody there. It's all like actors. They're supposed to, to be they're there. Allowed to, they're allowed to go. What? They can go to the. They can't event. do. They can't. They can go. They can't do their red carpets. Yeah, that's fine. That's they won't all do the, about. That's what. That's how no, you make your. No, no, no. They can do red carpets. They can do all that. They just can't promote films. They can't. Th- what, that's what they're doing. No, but not, the, no. Fine. I guess I, that they can go on the red carpet yeah. and talk about their daily lives. No, listen. You know what they're gonna do? Why? Like, okay, they'll do a different kind of red carpet. What where, kind of food do you like, Zendaya? That, what do you think they add? They don't. I guarantee. <laughs> have you watched fucking E on the red carpet? They barely talk about the movies. All right, they do three things. Oh my God, what are you wearing? That's all can you can I talk see? about now. Oh my God, is that a Chantel Manel? Oh my God! And then they'll be like, "What are you wearing?" And then what are you? Oh, hey Guillermo, give me some tequila. That's <laughs> literally what the red carpet is. They so, always ask about the you know how is it work? How is it like working with your co-star? No, or they can, they can talk about that. They can't talk about they can't, that. That's they work. Say, no, no, they can't. No, they can't. You cannot talk about work. I'm telling you right now, it's the Os- a strike. I understand. The Oscars will happen. I I truly believe that. I would hope. By the way, the Oscars the don't Indies, happen until February. Anyway. No March. Yeah, I'm just telling March. you. I'm telling you, man. I know. I'm just saying. Like the, the Emmys, Emmys no, January fifteenth. You, you can kiss the Emmys. So goodbye. here's my thing: is like we're only about. Okay, I re- I heard this the other day, and I, I I've looked it up, and apparently it's true. Um, did you know that Los Angeles, like after Thanksgiving, like just goes into like ghost town mode? Like straight up, just kind of like not literally shuts down, but like nobody like works apparently, like in terms of like entertainment industry, like it's just like a blackout. Oh, God. I thought so, you meant this city. Like I was like, right. oh, so I like the idea is like if it doesn't get LA. like if it doesn't get no, they don't be like okay, everybody, we're done. Like everybody just like sh- you know turn the lights <laughs> off. No, they just don't work like they do during. There's like a season that they work and then yeah. like it goes black. So like the idea is like if they don't get that done before. Then basically the rest, like if you don't get it done before like November, then you're not like it's basically a given. You're not going to get it done during November and December. Yeah. And the thing is, is if you don't get this done 
like in the next, I would say, five weeks, EA, you're going to have to start worrying about your your summer stuff being an issue because half that stuff is not even completed. And it takes a long time to do post-production. It, you got you to do all that, all the promoting, five, you know, it takes about six, seven months. Uh, there's an argument that you can make there that if you don't get this done, like, we're going to have to start looking at summer movies and be like, yo, are they going to get pushed back too? Like, Dune's, like, going to what happened in April now, I think, is that was March, April? If they don't get it done, Dune's going to have to be like, yo, should we just, like, bounce back all the way I know, to, like, I'm September? A, and I'm, I'm, like, looking for something to fall asleep to. And Oh, my God. All your, all your, you, fine. You know what? I'll hit you where it hurts. Um, Like, your Wait. DC movies. Who knows what's going to happen? You know. What are you talking about? We're done. Oh, yeah, except for the Aquaman. <laughs> By God, out of all movies that are going to oh. weather the storm, they're the ones that are going to okay. make it through. <laughs> I don't know if you agree with me. <laughs> The trailer looked fucking phenomenal. It was very good. I think and a lot um, of people were hating on it. Did you hear what Corby was saying on the uh, on the show the other day? No. He he was not too big of a fan of it. What did he say? Well, he thought it was very a stereotypical superhero stuff. Yeah, that's what it kind of is. But it, 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 I'm not. We're not going for that. You're going for the Jason Momoa charm. True, and also like, don't forget, like these guys are riding off of a very successful first edition. Okay, I'll say this. Like, they made a good point the other time about why it made a billion dollars is because at, it came out in December of 2018 when there was no other real big no, family option, and this was the big tent thing. But it's not a bad movie. But No, but then again, I'll push back on that because Bumblebee came out right. that time, and it fucking destroyed Bumblebee. Yeah, and Bumblebee, I think, is actually a better movie. Right. Um, but, like, um, but, like, but the overall, trailer to me, I love it. It's not a bad movie, so like, I don't, I'm not going to take away its credit. Um, but I like you, the trailer. You like the trailer? I just think that I just don't want them... It's just gonna look really bad on DC DC's part if they if, if that movie like tanks like a Shazam does. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's I don't gonna think look so. ugly. I don't think so. I think it'll get its hit because I think there are a lot of people who love Jason Momoa. Did you and see? I, and um, yeah. well, we're about to wrap talking. I was just gonna about. tell you. Did you see that uh, the Marvels? Uh, they're uh, they're like a report like their actual like confirmed budget came out it was like one thirty, which is like the I, lowest. And ever. I heard that their runtime was like really short, it's like an hour and a half. It's probably actually, honestly, it's probably a good idea. That's not a two-hour movie. Yeah, that's not because it might make people think it's better than you know, like they may be like, "Oh, that's actually a really good movie." Because if it's two hours, you're probably cooked from the start. So they all, yeah. Um, well, um, I'm excited for Aquaman. The Marvels, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> you gonna go see the Marvels? I guess. I mean, you got to rep I mean, my. I'm mu- going. I'm gonna represent my Muslim girl there in in the movie. So have you watched Miss Marvel? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I loved Miss Marvel. It's about Muslims. I know that. I'm just saying, yeah. have you watched it? Uh, but anyway, um, great oh, talking about this popping. article. Five things to know about a potential strike against video game companies. Oh, I totally forgot about that, man. Okay, we are, we're just listen. done. Entertainment-wise, we're out. We're done. That's okay. it. Well, it's over. I, I, well, we are done with the segment. No, I'm just when saying. When I say we're done, we're done. You I'm, don't just have tell, to, I'm just telling you. Just you just add such extra things? No, I'm, just tell, show, I'm telling you, our man. Show, sorry, listeners. <laughs> our show will never be concise or on time or anything because Creighton it's a is, like, is like the damn dog <laughs> from up when I'm trying to transition somewhere he's like oh I was just saying it's like a podcast so I know we are a podcast I'm not saying that but you know you don't have to like let's we can have some boundaries and say <laughs> hey we're moving on and you don't have to be like oh you blah, blah, blah. Wait, I want to talk about Bill Maher Scooby Doe I want to talk about Bill let's and why his whatever. movie's not coming back oh but um but the fact that like movie, the fact that like like TV shows like uh, Winning Time is getting canceled, that should always be that should be an alarm too. So I'm gonna say this to finish with my topic. Uh, I thought we were finished. Already, I know, but, but now I want to say this. Uh, it just it's not looking good. 
And I'm and honestly, and I thought you said I, that five minutes. I know, ago. but like it's not looking good, and I'm now at the point where I don't think it's going to happen in October. So I think we're just going to keep seeing pushbacks. Thank you, Crandon, for repeating what you said five minutes ago, and love to it. another closing when I try to close it up already. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but that was talking popping. Uh, again, if you want to sponsor, follow me at EA Sports DFW. DM me, and we can talk business. And you can follow. That, tw- see that drives people. Away you can also you follow like Twitter. Uh, uh, you can follow Create on Twitter or X. Is that the end at, of the show? At Creighton Branch. Uh, no. Oh, the side. Uh, at Creighton Branch, and you can give him business ideas as well. Sure. But we do want to get to our final segment, uh, and it is um, around sports. Yes. Uh, our around sports segment. We're looking into. You know, we were going to go NFL, but I really want to get into this. I agree with you. Colorado, and I think this is one of the best storylines of the football season. Deion Sanders is uh, now the head coach at Colorado. You guys know Deion, Deion Sanders. He's a famous athlete here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Played for the Dallas Cowboys for a few seasons. I couldn't even talk there. Let me do it one more time. Sorry. We'll start over. And Deion Sanders, of course, has taken over that Colorado football program. Uh, you guys know Deion. Deion, very famous athlete here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Yes. He uh, played for the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers, the Falcons, the Ravens. He's been everywhere. And, of course, he's won a Super Bowl for the Cowboys, though I do think that he didn't really do much in that Super Bowl season. Maybe that's why he blocked you. No, but he didn't. He was hurt that year. I was just being honest. <laughs> I know. I was just and he did block me. Uh, yes. Um, I'm famous for being blocked by Deion Sanders. I Why? I don't know. I, don't. Uh, I even had, you know, um, I, I got to get, you know, my good friend, John Jock Taylor, who, yeah. who wrote the book on Deion. I got to ask him. I was like, what's, what's going, going on? Now? Maybe <laughs> you can get to Deion and maybe uh, we can broker Wouldn't a peace cool talk. Wouldn't it be cool though if Deion, like he asked Deion, like what's going on? He goes, I really just don't like the EA guy. Like, he knew who you are. <laughs> like, he knows everything about me. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe he can broker a peace talks between me and Dion, uh, unlike the SAG workers and yes, the, no kidding. the writers. For real, though. But the the fact of the matter is Dion is now at Colorado. Before he was at Jackson State University, uh, where he turned a very bad uh, uh, university into a powerhouse for historically back college and universities. Uh, Jackson State is just because of his star power, he got the recruits to come there. Yeah, he got let don't like don't don't let's not even like like make that subtle. He literally got the best player in the the recruiting class he was going for in Travis Hunter to come to Jackson State. Right. Because he was like he was like Florida State was right there and all that. He got him to go, I'm good. I'm going to go to Jackson State. That is that's that doesn't happen. And he transformed that entire university. And then on top of that, he goes and gets an offer to come play or to coach Colorado, mm-hmm. a D1 offer. And Colorado, listen, outside of Colorado randomly getting to the 2005 Big 12 Championship, do you remember the year y'all uh, I watch it almost every day. We but, but you remember that? Them. Do you remember the Do but, I ever? Yeah, but that was the 2005-06 season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When on the way to the national. Don't worry, I remember that season. Okay. Literally, give me anything you want, I got it. Okay, I'm well, I don't know how Colorado managed. That's my to... party trick, by the way. I memorized the entire 06 championship. Okay, well, can you add, can you tell me how Colorado <laughs> somehow managed to be in the Big Twelve? It's one of those. Title games? Well, it's because the divisions. So, like, if you were best in your division at the time, 
But that's the only time I noticed Colorado was Well, no, it's true. Okay. Like, literally, like, before Dion got there the past, like, few years, like, they statistically are the worst college football team mm-hmm. in the land. And I laughed because I remember the they left the Big 12 for the Pac-12, right. and I was like, why are y'all leaving? And they were yeah, acting like, hurt. you know, we're badass. And, got booty hurt. Yeah, no, you guys suck, and you all went to the yeah. Pac-12 and got your asses kicked there. So <laughs> the, the Buffaloes have been historically bad, but then Dion gets there, and with one season – and we're not even – the season has only played two games so far. Right. He has turned that program into a powerhouse. The entire college football world, not even the football college football world, the entire sports world has their eyes fixated on yeah, what Dion is, is doing. True. We were finishing the Cowboys game here as a ticket, and I look over and 60 Minutes is on, and they're doing yeah. an expose on Dion Sanders. yeah. And he's sitting there Fernando's and he's reading his book right now. <laughs> Oh, he's yeah, reading. For, sorry, he's reading. Uh, he's reading the book about Dion. Oh, Dion I was like, book. I don't see like all that's the, happening literally right here at the station. Like, oh, uh, you know, right, like, all all together. So you have all that happening. Yeah. What's going? Why is Dion? And it's the star power. It's Dion. It's Neon. Uh, Dion got that thing. Man. He has been that player, that guy since the day he stepped foot into uh, in professional sports. He was huge at Florida State, but. Good God, once he got drafted into the NFL, yeah. look what he did in Atlanta. Yeah, he brought yeah. Atlanta. To, Atlanta he was did. nothing before he got there. He was unbelievable. If you like, I mean, I wasn't alive, so like I had to watch. I, I was a child, I but I, you, well, I did my research. Yeah, like I had to watch because I literally couldn't. But you were I watch sperm. it now. You were a sperm. And, uh, yeah, and uh, just seeing him on the field do things that I've never seen anybody else do, it's pretty remarkable. And, you know, like Colorado desperately needed a win, like they got in, it in terms of just anything, not even records. And this is something that they they they're like, we're just gonna do it. We're gonna we're gonna go for it. We're gonna get Dion. We're gonna like we're gonna see if he can be a D one coach because you don't know, you never know with these guys um, when they're moving up because it's happened plenty of times. I understand that like college to NFL is a, is a difference, but it's the same like in terms of like changing levels, like. Nick Saban doesn't work as a as an NFL coach. Works as a college coach. Same thing with other guys. You know, Bill O'Brien's another guy. You know, things like this. Works as an NFL coach. Doesn't work at Penn State. So it goes back and forth. You never know when you change levels with these guys if in the competition if it's if it's going to go. And Colorado was like, we're going to go for it because we believe that at most, no matter what happens, Deion Sanders can make us one of the most. St- Cool and popular teams in the nation, and now, regardless if they go five and seventy eight, he has already done that part. He did making them popular. He's put them on the map. Yeah. He's made Colorado a national talking point. Yeah, that has never been said before. Nobody gave a damn about Colorado football or the University of Colorado to begin with, and now unless you lived in in Boulder, Boulder. yeah, now you are making them a a powerhouse. And now I'll grant you is because. His his name is allowing recruits to come follow. Let's sure, be but honest. that's the point. I, no, and that's the thing. No, why nobody understood why everyone's like, oh, criticizing Dion's like, oh, I don't think what's what's he got that's so great. It's because yeah. of course that's recruiting. That's the name. College football has nothing to do really with how good of a head coach you are in terms of X's and O's. Well, yeah, it's it, all about can you get me to the NFL, right? And it's all about recruiting. It's all sure. about recruiting the best players. That's all it is. Yeah, how those, you get high, the top high school players to play for your program because they think that you can give them a chance to go play in the national. Exactly. League. And what Dion does is says, "Hey, I'm 
Deion Sanders. <laughs> True. I played in, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm one of the most I'm going to get your college rocking. I'm going to put you on TV. I'm going to make you get exposure. You're going to come play for me. And people love the culture that he's bringing. And I'll give you a good example. So go look at the game against Colorado State. That was, I guess, their homecoming or whatever, their big matchup against Colorado State. Yeah, it was just, yeah. yeah. Now, of course, in the stands, I'm seeing a bunch of just stupid little uh, college kids trying to act all cool. <laughs> but then you see the, the, the Migos. Well, yeah, no, seriously. Well, you see, well, one of them. Yeah, there's only two left. Offset, right? Yeah, Offset and Quaver are the only ones living. Rest in peace, Takeoff. Uh, yeah, Takeoff wasn't there. Thank you. <laughs> he definitely was not. Uh, if he would have been there, I would. But been one of the Migos was there. One of the li- living Migos was there. <laughs> um, then you have uh Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, Kawhi was there, and they made a joke that well, he he can't even make. Hundred uh, percent NBA games, thing. but he can make this game. But Dion made made sure it happened. They're just celebrities all Shannon over. Shannon Sharp, Stephen oh, A. Yeah. All the personalities of ESPN were there, and Fox coming together. College game day. Little Wayne welcomed them out into the field. Did a whole show. I mean, did a whole little yeah performance uh, earlier in the day. I mean, it's cool to like Colorado. That has not ever really happened. Even when they were good that one year, it was never like it's cool and, to like and, Colorado. Now yeah. it's like. Oh, you like Colorado? That's dope. Like that's and what now it's like. People are, of course, are criticizing. Of course, the big criticism started with uh, Jay Norvell, the head coach of uh, of Colorado State, because you you heard what he did. We all know what he did. I don't know why you do that. Well, this is where I want to get into it. So he goes on his coach's show, right? It was all a right. coach show. I know a lot of coaches have that in college football, and he basically, I'm going to paraphrase here. He said. I don't, you know, when I go meet parents and mothers, I take off my hat and sunglasses. Yeah, when he's talking to somebody, yeah. And and he's insinuating because Dion likes to wear his big cowboy hat and sunglasses. Those shades he has, yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Norvell, but that's reason why Dion <laughs> Sanders is recruiting it's to so these young true, players. <laughs> you have to relate to kids today, okay? The old school, let me come into your house, I'm like, all right. You're gonna be tough here in Texas, yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna make you into a man. And, uh, and and listen here, your mama, your mama's gonna be proud of you, and your dad's gonna be proud of you, ma'am. Thanks for the apple pie. We'll take good care of your son. That shit doesn't work anymore. Not no, not when there's somebody else doing the opposite. It's like exactly. you're not going to yeah, you're and you're not you're not going to appease to. Did you kids. see what Travis Hunter was wearing in his interview with, I think, a Bleacher no, Report? No, for real, yeah. He was wearing a, and I, I don't know why, but he was wearing a giraffe onesie. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was a giraffe did onesie. You see his, did you see his injury? Yeah, it was pretty bad. But Laceration lo- of the liver? Yeah, but he Sheesh. looks like he was back to normal on his thing, but I'm sure he's in oh, a lot hurting. of pain. I bet he's hurting. But but my, no, my, no but, seriously, but though, But no, right? but that's my yeah. point. This is not the same type of teenagers you're trying to recruit okay this guy who might be one of the best athletes to come out of high school in recent memory right is wearing a giraffe onesie no people like Dion because he's cool yeah they don't care of, but you could tell automatically that whole ah shucks and you know being respectful crap that shit doesn't work or fly anymore i'm not saying that they're not respectful yeah but exactly. i'm trying to say is that when you're trying to recruit you got to be cool, and when a well, guy you're like you're trying to get the kids, you're not trying to get the you know exactly. And when Dion comes in there, flashing his sunglasses and his uh, cowboy hat, and saying, "Hey, 
look what I did in the NFL. That could be you. You could be the next guy. Listen. Fuck right. yeah, those guys are going to go play for him. I want to go play for Dion right now. Go play for Dion. I mean, he's cool. That's all it is. Well, see, here's the thing. It's I like, guarantee you it's going to get copied by everybody. It now. already is. Um, funny you say that. Um, one of our players for Texas did it. They Ooh. said, why are you wearing the hat, uh, Xavier? Oh, God. So why are you wearing the hat in the shades? He goes, well, Dion started it, so I'm going to keep going. I was it's like, a trend I'm, center. I'm down. No, seriously. And like, so like, here's the thing is like, yeah, does Dion do all that? But he's also in a weird way. He is old, like you. He's got old school qualities to him mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. like you, if you go and watch any of their like behind the scene footage, um, during, especially during like the off season of Colorado, when he walks into the room, they all have to stand, you know, and they all say at the same time, it's yes, sir. And this and that. And it's not like a, he's not running like a, you know, a like a, a loony bin in there. Yeah. Like everybody is like in check, straight up in yeah. check. That's the reason he got rid of a lot of people. Well, one, because they were just not very good. But he had a culture he was trying to bring in that he already instilled in JSU. And he was bringing that over. And so in some aspects, he is old school. But like when it comes to swagger and everything, like he's just cool. And that's what I don't know why that. The poor guy, I don't know why that rubbed him the wrong way. Norvell, it did it. But, you know what Nor- what Norvell was trying to do, yeah. and I know what he exactly it just came off wrong. And listen, you're not gonna win against that. You Never. were you saw it was a twenty six and a half point spread. You knew your your team was in it. You had to uh-huh. think of some way to motivate him. They did. And to be, can we be honest? It kind of worked. No, seriously. Colorado State, they, they rallied. First of all, they knew that their head coach was getting a lot of shit yeah. for that. They rallied around him, and they made that one of the best college football games we've seen in uh-huh. uh, in a while because, by, frankly, that entire Saturday sucked. Hey, uh, now. It did. Come UT on. UT played Wyoming. Well, Never sucks when UT plays. You barely, barely. You didn't like the, Minis- the Missouri and – K-State game where Missouri had a 61-yarder. Um, but, no, but my point being is that overall it was a kind of a down uh, football day. And it's the matchups aren't that great, but there is upsets in this in this third week. That's the difference. Yeah, I know. But, but my, what I'm trying to say is that that's I what, what you're saying. Colorado State sure. did, and they gave and us that, that game. Now, yeah. Norvell also kind of uh, screwed up with the way he coached in his postgame <laughs> comments, but that's neither here nor there. Here's one thing that I really respect about Dion. Again, as much as I don't like how he blocked me or how bad he has this weird rivalry or he hates Tony Romo, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's Dion. But what I do respect is that even then, remember he said, I think he said on College Game Day when he meets Norvell, like at when they shake Wait, hands, no. he's going to put on the hat and the shades. He didn't do that. He went up and like a man yeah, he, gave him a he handshake. Knows his and they, no, but he knows. Like, and I, you know what really I got to me? And He's not disrespectful. Maybe it's because it's weird seeing that celebrities be uh, human, right? But, so remember when Shador Sanders threw? I think he threw the the, the pass, but he yeah. got hit hard. Yeah, and he came up to the sideline. I think he's bleeding or something. And Dion, that's his son, yeah, and he goes close. up to him. And he was like, put his hand on his sh- or his sh- uh, hand on his uh, mouth with this thing, and wiped off. And he goes, "Are you okay?" Yeah. And I was like, it kind of got to me because again, you just think of oh, pr- pr- uh, Dion, Dion, but that's his son, that's his baby. Yeah, he's got two kids on that team. Yeah, Shiloh and uh, Shador. And, and uh, yeah, no, like that to me really got he, to me. He he's not a guy like he'll talk a lot and this and that, but like he's not gonna kick anybody while they're down. So like I I totally was not shocked that like he didn't come out to the center at the end and like you know um 
in his face, just like get all over him. Now he'll talk afterwards and stuff like that. But, but like, I did laugh because in the um, when he heard those comments, he goes, "I wasn't going to say anything. We were going to have yeah, a good, respectful serious. game. I mean, why would you? Why right. would you say it's Colorado State? What are you going to say? Like, and it's but, not Colorado. It's not anyways. Colorado's my not. My only that question great. is, um, how's Dion walking? Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Well, it's actually pretty remarkable that he is. It's ugly looking. It's, no, but is he? Why is he not limping? If you need toes to. Walk? Well, I just think I don't. That's a good point. I guess if you're if you're saying it like that, like I guess he just learned how to like overcompensate for mm-hmm. it and like not limp. I don't know, but um, it's funny that you're mentioning about all this because he literally posted not too long ago that they've been playing, you know, in that place for a hundred years. It's the first time in their history, uh, officially, what, five hours ago, that they have sold out all tickets for all home games. Wow. And. I, I mean, of course, they, they, if, everybody wants no, to be. Right. I mean, Lubbock, right now, it's funny because Tech is bragging that they got four <laughs> oh, straight uh, sellouts. Uh, or four with half sellouts their stadium gone, you know, because yeah. they're re- renovating. Exactly. Oh. So I, I find it funny, funny. But then you got Colorado here. That's how excited these kids are. And I would be, too, if I was down in that and, college. It felt like everybody was watching that Colorado State game, and it was it was a late game. And but you know why I think people hate this right now? Why? It's because it's the it's the, it's the new thing. Well, sure, it, they're gonna it, hate on any. The new establishment tour. is However, gonna always hate it. True. But everybody is slowly yeah. just How, loving this. There, there's some caveats. Before I get to that point, I wanted to say that um, that that game, it's Colorado and Colorado State, man. <laughs> like that that that's a for most people in their eyes on a regular day, that's not a very, you know, that's a really, what, snoozer, right? Oh, my God. I would fall asleep. Yeah, that, that game drew 9.3. It did a 9.3 million views, um, which is the most watched late-night college football game ever on ESPN. Think about every single game night that has been played on ESPN and how many amazing matchups we've had. That just beat them all. And... That's a game that went to what double overtime, went mm-hmm. way into the night, and it was still. And then it's like ESPN's right, ESPN's fifth most watched regular season game ever on the network for any time slot. Uh, the broadcast it says the broadcast window for ESPN College Football averages around 1.7 million viewers last year. Uh, so technically, eight million more people tuned in, which is is remarkable. I will, I do want to say this that. I don't know how much longer it's going to go because it's obvious that Colorado is not very good outside of a few players. No they doubt go about play. it. You can they, tell. They got to go play Oregon and USC next. They probably don't win any of those games. I don't know if they can win many in the Pac-12, but we'll see what happens. But if they start winning games, whew, I mean, yeah, be, I will tell you this. Oh. I, I kind of knew that was coming in. I did First of all, I thought right. the spread was too high in the Colorado State game. I know Colorado State sucks, but – if anybody watched the first game with Colorado, you know they also got lucky in that game as well. Yeah. The thing is, Colorado has a great offense, of course, led by Sanders throwing to Travis. Right. And Travis Hunter is just too damn good. He's a great two-way player. Yeah, and he's, he's a great corner. He would have been amazing wherever But he is the him. only decent player they have on the defense. He is literally the only because they got, good player, honestly. Did you, did you expect Colorado State of all teams to score that many points? No. no. They have a lot to work to do, and good God – I cannot – I don't want to see what happens when Caleb Williams gets a hold of that team. Right, so like okay. – That guy is going to unleash hell. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. so so here's the thing. If they start winning games like that, then we're going to have a different conversation. But the way it's looking right now, 
They play Oregon and USC back-to-back. I don't think they win either of those games. By the way, don't forget, um, they told him that Travis is probably going to be out for at least, I mean, definitely now that we hear, probably going to be three to four weeks. It's going to be at least a month, probably four games. They need him. You have Oregon, USC, then you have Arizona and Stanford. You could probably squeak maybe those two. But then you got to play UCLA, Oregon State, then you got to play Washington State and Utah. Those are all ranked, okay? There's a chance, EA, there's a there's a chance this team doesn't finish above 500. And got, mind you, they're in the Pac-12, which, as you know, is imploding right now. True. And yet they have, I, I, me and Joe, uh, during the Cowboys yeah. pregame show, we're talking, this conference has at least six it's to seven so teams true. in the top 25. Yeah. About a third of them in the top ten. Yeah, they have four and, of them in the top fifteen. Yeah, and and yet guess what? They're about to lose that conference altogether. That is crazy. So Colorado, that's called miss money management. It man. might be a great story for now, and I do love it. And I well, I think everybody else are just haters. They're not. They're just wanting to see it fail because it's Dion, and they don't like him being all bravado like. Right. But fuck them. This, <laughs> you know what? Fuck the old establishment shit. Dion is changing the game. It's cool, man. It's cool. Let like, it be. Stop with this old man shit. College football is never going to have an issue of not of getting views and something like that. And they're going to go. There's going to be always going to be great stories Only and everything. I'm jealous. But this is like, in a weird way, like a breath of fresh air. It's going to be. It's a fun thing to have just for mad. like this season. I'm just mad that Tech what? didn't call Dion. That who? Tech didn't call Dion. Oh, but you got Joey McGuire. Well, he, I do because he's champ- just he's just amazing. He is champions yeah. champ. Huh? Oh yeah, he's yeah. definitely yeah. Cedar I mean, Hill, he must be a really good speaker because I don't know what you say to kids when you go zero and two after telling them you're going to make the playoffs. So, well, did you see that we got you got Micah Hudson? Congratulations! Yeah. Like I said, we'll see what, if Micah. What, what now? Huh? What now? Come to me in December when you're five and seven. We'll see if Micah Hudson gonna, still signs staying, with Tech. He's staying. He's staying, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. He's staying, baby. Yeah, and sign the papers. Yeah, you don't know. sign till December. I know. It's okay. He will sign. Go five and seven. See if Micah Hudson. Gonna, wants to we're stay. not going to go five and seven. Okay. Yeah. Texas Tech up in it. Oh. Who are you gonna beat? Who are you gonna beat? Texas. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I can't wait. You know what, Grant? I can't wait. You know what? I got the energy now. I want to tell you this. All right. What? I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Is it Thanksgiving week? Yes. All right. Can't wait for Thanksgiving week. Cause Cowboys are gonna win on Thanksgiving. Then the Texas Tech Red Raiders are gonna march into Austin, and we are gonna. You guys are gonna be. I hope undefeated. On y'all's way to a national title, playoff hopes, and I hope we destroy. Is that with or without Tyler Shuck at quarterback? I don't know. We'll see. That's what I thought. But anyway, uh, congratulations, Dion. You're doing one hell of a job. We respect you here. At I'm down. Turn off your mic. I need to get a t-shirt. And they Dion, sold out, please though. unblock me. I don't know what I did. Okay, I really don't. Uh, I'll talk to John Jock Taylor. We'll see if we can get a peace meeting. Uh, but Creighton likes you for sure. I'm down, man. Yeah, so go follow Creighton. All right, well, it's time for that time of the week. It's time for picks. Now, do I get to do it? No. <laughs> I don't think you, I don't trust you. You gave me like two seconds. Try. Yeah, I just, I just knew you weren't for it. That wasn't yours. You said, "Nah, you're good." And I didn't even get to say a word. All right, so this first game happens on Thursday night. All right, I'm starting to feel bad for Al Michaels and uh, Kirk Herbstreit. Why? Because they, they get crappy games. They do, and it's just getting worse. But the Giants, one and one, take last, on. Was uh, it last year that Thursday night was really good? No, those last year was really bad. Okay, so it might have been this year. Where I was like, ah, you know what? Maybe if these teams get their act together, it'd be okay. I think so far the only decent game they had yeah. on Thursday night was the. Um, I literally could have dreamed that. I might not. I might be just talking out. The Eagles Vikings yeah. game got were pretty good. Okay, keep going. But anyway, the Giants on the road facing the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, San Francisco was a 10-point favorite here. 
You're going to find a lot. Of, people are saying, like, some people are, I've heard, like, oh, the Giants are actually pretty okay. You're just sleeping on the night. You're going to find everything out you need to know about the Giants in this game. Uh, I don't believe in them. I think the Niners are who they are. They've shown in last year, it looks like they're not missing any steps this year. I got the Niners big-ish. I don't want to go too big because it's the NFL, but right. do I think it'll be a game? Probably not, except your man, Daniel Jones. Who knows if he'll. If he'll throw, he's it. not my man. He's not anybody. <laughs> okay, he can go fucking. He's probably gonna be a deer in headlights in this game. Fucking. I'm pretty sure that Bosa's gonna get after him. So, give me the 49ers, man. Give me the 49ers in semi, semi kind of scored to the Cowboys the other day. Say like 35, 35-14. Okay, you don't need to give me a, a score. I just need a pick. I just wanted to say the score. All right, this game. Hey, oh, oh, I, I didn't get to pick. I didn't get to pick. Hey. See, I think this is easy. San Francisco is going to run away with this. The Giants are a terrible team. They always will be a terrible team. They can go fuck it or suck they it. They won two Super Bowls, Why man. Why did I do that twice? What? Am I that tired right now that I just said, instead of saying they can suck it, I said they can suck it. <laughs> and I did it twice. I don't know what's wrong with me right oh, now. Yeah. But I will say this. The 49ers are going to run through. They're going to cover easily by 10 points. So watch for that. Um all right, this matchup is intriguing. It's on Fox. Both teams are 0-2, but they don't believe they should be 0-2. The Vikings the Vikings are hosting the L.A. Chargers. Well, but, I'm going to pick the Vikings because I need Kirk Cousins and, and, well, can and I tell you J.J. The, the to do me is? good in fantasy. You know what the line is? What? Even. So they're saying that the Chargers are they three, point three points. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're right. That's what they are saying. Uh, like I said, picking Minnesota because I need Kirk Cousins as my uh, fantasy quarterback. Mm. I need him, man. I see Justin Herbert having a big game and uh, Kirk, uh, not Kirk, uh, Kellen Moore comes to life and calls one hell of a game to give him that win. The Chargers dominate the Vikings. You want to know what I really need? Mm. I don't care who wins, wins, but I need. If this could be like a 50 to 48 Cowboys Broncos situation, that'd be great because I have I have Keenan Allen on my team and I have JJ and I have Kirk Cousins on my team too. That would be the best of all worlds. I just score a bunch of points. Uh, thank you for bringing up your fantasy team situation. One and one. I came back. Good for you. <laughs> all right. Here's a weird thing. I don't know what's going on, but I guess ESPN is now moving to the Monday night doubleheaders. I was now. I was very shocked to hear this is happening two weeks in a row. Yeah. So and I still don't like this we'll format. We'll see if it keeps doing the that. The format is where they show one game at six yeah, and then jacked, one game man. at seven. That's whack. Both of them on different channels. I, I don't thought like the whole that. idea was to boom, do boom, more right? football, not back to back, back yeah. to back. So that's weird. Not, not at the or same concurrent. Time. No, they're not even back to back. It's concurrently. Yeah, because they literally don't. Like, well, no, what I'm saying is they should be back to back. They're exactly. basically happening consecutive at the same time. I guess there was something about them being because they had to be forced to pick those West Coast games. They're yeah, they're basically happening at the same time. So all right, so the first game on Monday night is the Eagles on the road against the Buccaneers. Both teams are two and zero. The Eagles are favored by five. What do you think? Does the Baker Eagles? Mayfield have the magic EA? They're two and zero. I think so, and I, I'm honestly, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now. I would, if I was a betting man, I would say that the Bengals not only cover, I think the Bengals win in an upset. We were talking about the Eagles and the Bucks. That's what I said. Yeah, no, you just said the Bengals. Oh, I meant the Bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Bucks upset the Eagles. Wow, really? Uh, they the, not only did they cover, they're going to win in an upset. Whoa. I'm going to take the Bucks too, because we need the Eagles to lose. Um, I'll take a cover. Why not? Let's have some fun. 
Baker Mayfield reviving his career in South Florida. Who would have thought, right? <laughs> the, apparently, that is the franchise to, you know, go win and revitalize so It seems to be, man. The Suckineers turn into a career revival team. Rams, Bengals are your second uh, Monday night matchup that's in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but there are questions whether or not Joe yeah. Burrow would play. What do you got? Boy, do the Bengals need it up. Man. They need a win bad. I just don't think it's going to happen because I'm not sure. I just – I'll be shocked if Joe Burrow plays. Maybe he'll give it a go. He's not going to be 100% regardless. Give me the Rams on the road here. I'm going to take the Rams on the road. Okay. How about this game? First off, the Patriots on the road against the New York Jets. The New England Patriots are favored by two-and-a-half. Is this going to be a defensive battle, Mr. Creighton? Is Aaron Rodgers back? No. Then I'm not picking the Jets. Really? I mean, it is the Patriots. It is a defensive battle. I'll give you the defense of the Jets is very good. However, who are you going to – are you going to – okay, I guess it comes down to this. Who who do you trust more for the better of two evils, Mac Jones or Zach Wilson? I think I'm probably just going to say Mac. Right? I guess so, I guess. Right? It's not by much. It's not they're like a lot. They're both terrible. Yeah, they're both not very but good. But I'm going to go with the Patriots to win that I one. I am too. How about Broncos on the road against the Dolphins? The Bron- uh, the Dolphins <laughs> are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Can Russell Wilson show up to a? Not at all. I'm all in on these Dolphins, man. The Miami, I first of all, like I said, Miami is my favorite city in the world. What they've done the past two weeks, they look pretty all right. Tua seems to be having some kind of form. The Broncos, uh, pretty embarrassing last, you know, on Sunday. You know, the way that that whole lead and everything squandered and uh, couldn't get the two-point conversion. Give me Miami. Give me Miami by like ten points or something. Probably to cover, right? I'm going yes. to go Miami to cover as well and mm-hmm. win big. I think Miami is too good right now. And with two playing lights out, you can't stop them, honestly. And then, of course, we got one final game before we get to the Cowboys. The Saints go on the road to take on the Green Bay Packers. The Saints are 2-0 despite barely winning and Derek Carr being a terrible quarterback, but they are still 2-0. And the Packers one-on-one. Jordan Love with six touchdown passes in the first two games. Who would have thought it? Uh, they lost last week, but they're favored now by two at home. Saints did not look good the other day. I'm going to go Packers. I'm going to go Jordan Love. I'm going to go Packers Saints in Lambeau. Saints go 3-0. Oh, all right. That's a story. Yep. They're going to go 3-0, but it's not going to be good because one of those undefeated teams are really bad. Yeah. Can we uh, can we, can we pick the uh, Texans-Jaguars game? Okay, go ahead. Pick it. I'm going with my man, T-Law, to put the heart on Houston and C.J. Stroud and that dude that left us, okay, Dalton Schultz, thinking the grass is greener on the other side. I'm picking the Jaguars. I'm picking big Trevor Lawrence, 100 touchdowns in the game. Okay, well, it's a nine-and-a-half point spread for the <laughs> Jacksonville, so I'm going to go with Jacksonville as well. How many TDs for, J- for T-Law? 100? 15? Oh, 16 total? I'm down. Do it. All right, and of course, our game, the one that we know you will be live at this game. I will be there. You will be live from Arizona, In whatever. The 120 stadium. degree blistering uh, heat. Cowboys on the road. They are currently a 12 point favorite. Game's on Fox. You got Moose Johnson calling it, so maybe you'll <laughs> meet the Moose. Creighton, who do you got? Wow, am I excited to see what Micah Parsons can do on this field against this team? I hope he. I hope they let him go hunt, man. It's going to be exciting. And I would, I think that Dak and CD can connect and have a game that they kind of had like the Jets. And so you think it's going to be semi-close? I mean, I could totally see it because I'm not going to underestimate any NFL team. But I think the Cowboys end up winning this one just 
based off of being purely better, and I think they win it kind of easily, but not too easily. But I would say at least by what? 17 points? Okay. I would say, like, they. I would like to see them get 35. Let's say that's a lot to ask for, but we'll do – I'll do this. I'll do 35. I'll do 35-14. We'll go there. Okay. And then before I get uh, with mine, I got to ask you, how many plates of mac and cheese at the Arizona Cardinal Stadium will you be in? Well, do they have mac and cheese there? I don't know. But I'm if they, they do, we're going ham. Just taking oh. the tub to the seat. Oh. Just, just taking the whole – Creighton is gonna get, Creighton, you're gonna be like the Simpsons episode when they tell you no more you can eat. Yeah, but see, like when I went, when I went to Nashville last year, it was just. I think Arizona will have some good food. I, I just have a feeling that they have a better friend. Those indoor stadiums, man, they know what they're doing usually. Yeah, That's exactly. What I've realized. Exactly. That's what, I mean, it's all part of the. What's business. they're doing in Arizona? I gotta figure out some things. Oh, there's some fun things. Trust me. Yeah. Women. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um. What I was going to say, oh, uh, I would give the Cowboys a pick, but I can't because I'm contractually obligated to do it on BFB. Uh, show me uh, that contract. I but I never show did me that last, contract. But I never did it last week. So, anyway. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I, I was dealing with foot problems, okay? Leave clearly. I know. You were telling me all of this, man. Like, Listen, just because I have foot problems and I confi- confide in you, yeah. okay, <laughs> let, it me, let me be, all right? But I will give you a clue to my thing, okay? The red bird balls. Thanks, EA. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, where can we find you t- uh, on Twitter or X or whatever they call it? Yeah, find me at Creighton Branch at C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N-B-R-A-N-C-H. When's this podcast coming out? Tomorrow, Tomorrow morning? morning? Okay, my my official Shaq review will be up. Ooh. Uh, my, yeah, my, of the event, it's uh, well, a lot longer than I wanted it to be, but it just kept going and going. It shows you how good the event was. So check it out on WeRaveYou.com. And uh, hopefully I got... Two more concerts planned next week that I'm hoping to get to. So if tickets can just go down a little bit, that would work out. It won't. It's going to go higher. Are you into pink? Like pink. The singer pink. No. Oh, man. I'm trying so hard to get like good seats to her. If anybody's got good tickets that they need to give away for pink, hit me up. Straight up. Two. Hit me up. I need two tickets. Sounds weird. And then I'm trying to go to a couple other ones, but we'll see. Well, good luck to you on that. You can follow me on Twitter at EA Sports CFW. On the X or Twitter, or what do you call it? And Eozod60 on the gram because we do it for the gram. And of course, don't forget, catch you also on BFB DFW on all major platforms as we do our weekly show tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned for that. And Creighton, it's been an honor. Hopefully, the Dallas Cowboys don't upset us this week and make us happy. Have fun in Arizona. Thank and, you. Uh, t- you tell me about all the little misadventures when you get back, okay? Hopefully, I get to see. Uh, well, it's not Thursday, so I won't get the. Take a piss next to Al Michaels, but it's up. Never know. Maybe you can take a piss next to Moose Johnson. Well, that's it for Turn Off Your Mics. We're going AWOL now. Love you.